0: Staying in to watch the sport? Let us cook. Get your Macca's favourites delivered with Mac Delivery. Rotaflex, world-leading biomechanical design by Blundstone. Stability meets the freedom to move. Available at participating retailers now. Kick back and relax. It's time for the run home with Kirsten Beeve.
1: Good afternoon. Thank you so much for joining us. This is The Run Home on SENZ on Thursday, the 2nd of February. Hope you're well wherever you are in New Zealand right now or across the world. Uh, Today we have a, I'm going to say brand spanking new guest, but he's not. He's been here before. He's done that. He's part of the furniture here. Mitch McClinigan is in for Beaver, who is of course on his way to South Africa to play in the Tens Tournament. Mitch, it's great to have you back. How have you been? How's uh, life in your neck of the woods with your daughter, your beautiful daughter? Yeah,
2: life is good. I'm just trying to do enough hours here at SNZ to get invited to the Christmas party next year. That's my main goal You've got for 2023. <laughs> yep, really setting the start. You didn't get
1: invited to the Christmas party last year? No, no, no,
2: no, no. Absolute always, shocker. You yeah, always get the last. Oh, you coming? At like. 9:30 PM at night. Oh yeah, cool, 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 cool. Sweet. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really. Okay. 10 PM. Well, you've
1: got 11, 11, uh, 11 months. How many days do you reckon you have to work to actually get invited to the Christmas doozy? Well,
2: I don't know. I got four in a row. Four in a row mm-hmm. this yep, week. So yep. today, Friday, Monday, t- and Tuesday. Tuesday.
1: Yeah. So
2: that's that's a good stint. Mm-hmm. Yep. Have to have to try and get invited back after that.
1: Like if you get a few of those a month, surely you you're there in December.
2: Oh, well, you'd like to think so. Yeah, I've you got do a birthday like coming so. up in June as well. So How old? You know, do we Magic get birthday number? gifts here? I, I don't know. Do well,
1: we? I haven't for the last two years. So,
2: okay, not even a McCaff delivery.
1: I mean, I'm sure we can organise that. You know, no? we are sponsored by McDelivery right here on the run home.
2: Well, there we go. Yeah, or we well, maybe maybe we can some organise pancakes? that. Yeah, uh, pancake. Oh, geez, pancakes that's and naughty. A if you can't tell, I'm trying to watch my figure. What are you um, doing that for? Uh, I'm trying to look a little less round. That's uh that's the word that's uh that's come from straight from the wife actually. That's it? Yeah, she's uh yeah. Actually, I'm not. How long
1: have you been doing this? I don't for? have
2: the rig. She fell in love with Kirst. So yeah, it's a bit of a struggle.
1: What are you doing? Uh, what are you doing to help yourself?
2: Uh no, not a lot. I'm not actually not helping myself <laughs> so at you're,
1: all. You're not doing anything. So, you're just talking about it. <laughs> yeah,
2: pretty much. Yeah, it's <laughs> you're all it's about all the about change. the mental side of the game. Yeah. Okay. So I'm so, just preparing myself. Yes. Yeah. And
1: mm. when are you gonna start, Sid?
2: Uh. I was about to swear on air, but I bugger me, I don't know. I don't know. I actually don't know. I'm still trying to process it well, at the at moment. Well,
1: at least you're thinking about it. Mm. Uh, yep. So the thought is there, which is a great start. And, Mitch, it's awesome to have you back on the show, especially given what has happened overnight. We're going to jump straight into those black caps. If you want to talk about the black caps... Our black caps, you know our number, 0800 150 811 on the Makita New Zealand phone line. You can also, just by calling, win yourself a $250 Makita New Zealand voucher. We have one of those to give away each week to one of you. So get on the phone if you want to get something off your chest. Today can be like a therapy session for you or double eight double three if texting is more convenient on the temper and bedpost text line. Mitch... What even describes that? That's that's greater than shocking, I think. Oh, All and shithouse. Persistent. Shithouse is the word. Is that the word that you the used word. to describe that's it? That's the word of the day, Look, I was shithouse. looking for one. Yep, shit shithouse. Okay, well, why?
2: Um, why,
1: how? There's so many questions.
2: So much. I think it starts with um, pulling out of the Pakistan tour last year. Um, and
1: You're going way back.
2: I'm going way back. and, and <laughs> probably find Yeah, having to appease uh, the PCB and send our best team to Pakistan when I think we probably would have sent our our lesser side to Pakistan and then used our Bing guns in India um, and get, have some experience around a younger group um, to get ready for those conditions for the World Cup. So I think it starts there. I think we were forced into to making peace with uh, the PCB um, and send our number one team to Pakistan. Do you Pakistan. agree with that, uh, the look, decision uh, that was made? Oh, oh At the time, um, obviously being in Pakistan, I um, yes. you know, know, know what kind of stuff goes through there. Yeah. And I think when you're in those situations, you've got to take every threat as credible. Um, so at the time yep but then we really have got on our knees and and tried to I don't think so it's a World Cup year Um, Pakistan conditions are completely different to the Indian conditions Um, they're almost yeah you think about subcontinent they're completely different Um, so yeah there's no point taking, taking the senior boys to Pakistan
1: not when we've got a World Cup, <laughs> we, say, a we, cup. Yeah. we need to be on the Indian conditions, yeah. not the Pakistani conditions. Yeah. And
2: then secondly, I think just taking taking um, or leaving our coaches, our senior coaches, Gary Stead, uh, Shane Jurgensen, at home. Um, when you take a junior side to India, first time in India with a lot of guys, um, and you don't take the, if you're not going to take the experienced players, bloody hell, mate, take the experienced coaches. You've got to do it. But we just let them over there go, go over there to try and find their own way, really. Uh, and put a lot of faith in some guys who who really, in T20 cricket, don't know a lot about T20 cricket and and Wiseman and and, and the likes.
1: So how are you pointing the finger at here?
2: Who needs to
1: answer for what has just happened, what we've seen? Because we're on uh, the worst Mm. end of the worst uh, margin, the worst losing margin by any two teams that play test cricket. We're in the history books for the wrong reasons now, you know, no <laughs> look, one wants that.
2: Look, I don't know, I don't know what heads need to roll actually, I'll ever think about that and I'll get back to maybe a little bit later in the show, uh, but geez, there's a lot of other news around the, around the world at the moment, isn't there Kirsten?
1: There is a lot of other news around the world, uh, but first, Gavin Larson, of course, Black Caps selector, was on Ian Smith's show this morning on ECNZ mornings, if you missed it, here's what he had to say about those Black Caps.
2: Absolutely. And look, the door is very much open.
3: Um Gary and Trent talk on a regular basis. Uh you know, we, we all know Bolte's pedigree his experience and just what a great, you know, match winner he is and, and has been over the years for us. So we want him to be involved. We love him to be involved. We understand
4: entirely, you know, his situation. Um so we will keep working with him, Smithy. We've got a, a World Cup at the end of the year and I've you know, I've got my fingers crossed that, you know, if the
2: stars align that we'll have a have a certain
5: trend
1: bold opening the bowling for us. If the stars align... What
2: stars need to align, Kurt. If Kirst, the stars align... What stars need to align?
1: Mitch, will he be playing for New Zealand at the ODI World Cup? No. Why not?
2: Because they've stuffed it up. They really have stuffed it up. I, just the, how they've dealt with this uh, from behind the curtains um, in terms of uh, you know not wanting to pick non-contracted players, um, I think they've really stuffed it up. I, I, the only way I see Trent being able to play in that World Cup if he takes a contract next year, um, but then he's in the boat where he won't be able to go and play those tournaments. So he'll he'll be with us with a contract for two months, and then he'll hand his contract back again. Which is I can't see New Zealand cricket putting themselves in that position again. So yeah, it's going to be it's going to be fascinating. I I, I don't think he'll play. I think I think there's too many too many um, bridges that need to be mended. Um, and or or people have to move on, and and that might be the only way that you get Trent Bolt back before the World Cup.
1: Well, Mitch is going to have a wee think about which heads should roll uh, after the latest Black Caps uh, demolition job in India. Uh, we're also going to play Black Caps Survivor. We're going to play this throughout the show, and we'll tell you a little bit more about it. But basically, it's just like the TV show if you've ever seen it. Uh, we want you to vote which black caps, players, management, coaches, staff, members, you would like to vote onto the island to begin with. And then we're going to match people up head-to-head against each other and you get to vote one by one different people off the island. Then we're going to know what you really think about our black caps and, and everyone that is involved in New Zealand cricket at the moment. So black cap survivor... Get your thinking caps on uh, and put your nominations in nice and early. Who would you like to see in Black Cap Survivor on the island? Who would you like to see? Double eight, double three. We'll tell you a little bit more about that in a moment. Uh, But the other news today... New Zealand football. If you think New Zealand crickets really mess things up, Mitch, well, New Zealand football have done uh, a job as well trying to appoint the next coach after Danny Hay. It's all a bit of a mess. Uh, Jacob, from what you can understand, what has gone on here? Why yesterday did we read all these articles saying John Herdman would be the next coach of the All-Whites?
6: Well, what happened, it came out about midday yesterday on Twitter, I saw that um, there was a report saying that Darren Baisley would take over the um, All-Whites' job on an interim basis because the announcement for the new head coach was delayed because of a family issue. It wasn't specified what the family issue was. Then later that night, um, journalists from News Hub and staff uh, came out and said that Andrew Herdman, the Canadian uh, head coach at the moment, was the new man in charge. And since then, uh, in the early hours of this morning, um, it caused an obviously up, uproar in, in Canada and there was many talkback uh, sort of stations and talk, like talking heads, fo- former footballer pundits and, and the likes um, shutting down the move. And, and Andrew came out this morning and shut it down himself and, and specifically said that he'd been approached by New Zealand football um, for the job and turned it down in favour of staying at, in, in the Canadian position.
1: The thing that's all a bit ridiculous is they had uh, interviews with, I think, five people for the job. Uh, Some of those coaches who would have been fantastic in the role, but they seem to have really annoyed the people that have interviewed for the job that didn't get it. For example, the Phoenix coach, Ufuk Tale.
6: Yeah, it was reported that he told them um, in a press conference this afternoon that the ship had sailed if they came back and approached him because they turned him away Um, in favour of Andrew Herman, supposedly. So it's quite interesting. Um, A lot of drama coming out of the uh, New Zealand football. It's uh, akin to what happened last year with Fozzie and uh, NZR. Mm. Uh, Just a little less dramatic, a little less people running about this place especially, but... um, But yeah, just as as, uh, important.
1: Yes, just as important. And we'll keep you updated on that news as well. And when we hear anything more, the GOAT, the greatest of all time, Tom Brady, has announced his retirement for the second time. It is the official announcement. If you didn't hear it, here it is.
6: Good morning, guys. I'll get to the point right away. I'm retiring. For good. I know the process uh, was a pretty big deal last time. So when I woke up this morning, I figured... I just press record and let you guys know first. So I uh, won't be long-winded. If you only get one super emotional retirement essay and I used mine up last year. So I uh, really thank you guys so much to every single one of you for supporting me. My family, my friends, my teammates, my competitors. Uh, I could go on forever, there's too many. Um, Thank you guys for allowing me to live my absolute dream. I wouldn't change a thing. Love you all.
1: That is the voice of Tom Brady officially announcing his retirement. Do you believe it? Will we see him back again, Mitch? Is this all a ruse once again?
2: No, he's done now. He's done now, I think. That's it. I think maybe it was just a plan to break up with his ex-wife. That was it. She knew one, one more year was going to push her over the edge and... Wants to be a free man on the free market.
1: Are you a fan? Of
2: Giselle. Tom. Yeah, she's <laughs> decent. decent. Yeah, Tom, she's solid. I, I don't think I'd play another year in the NFL if I was married to Giselle. Yeah, mm. so, yeah, she's not We bad. see
1: where you stand. Yeah, we yeah. see where you stand. Uh, uh, well, that is the latest news on Tom Brady. Have you got more to add? <coughs> no. <Nah,
5: nah, laughs> Have you got more, more to
1: add? Feel nah. free, Matt. Sure feel
6: free. I don't <laughs> free. know. It seems like you're
5: Sounds going, going like somewhere. you got
1: something. <laughs> Uh, coming up on the Makers Menu, thanks to Delivery, we're going to catch up with Brennan Poppewell from the TAB after half past four plus. You'll like this one, a Speedway legend. He's a nine-time New Zealand midget car champion. Michael Pickens is coming on the programme to join us. If you've got any questions for him, fire them our way. Charlie Hillier is on the programme after five o'clock. Now, you may know the Hillier name in golf. Dan Hillier, of course, uh, is playing on the European Tour. Charlie... No relation that we know of is a New Zealand professional golfer in the Latino America Tour, so we're going to hear all about that after five. We were around the grounds, all thanks to PGG Rights and Turf. Plus, we play Drive to Survive at about 5.40, so set the alarms. Uh, we'll have a $50 TAB bonus bet voucher up for grabs, and Mitch will be our quiz master today. You'll have to beat him. After six, the podcast, any given Sunday, uh, on Spotify, Apple, everywhere you get your greats, podcast from those boys are wonderful and they're coming on to talk Super Bowl to talk all things NFL Tom Brady's retirement we're going to hear it all Uh, Sean Abbott as well who used to play with Mitch uh, Australian cricketer he's playing tonight in the Big Bash League preliminary final Mm, as well it's a big game. game and it's a big guest Yep, He's yep, going to spill guest. all. He's going to tell all about Australian cricketers. <laughs> and it's going to be fascinating. Yeah,
2: we'll wind them up, eh? See where we get to. <laughs>
1: we will wind them up. You know how we feel about Australian cricketers. So if you've got any questions for any of our guests, you know what to do. Double eight, double three on the temper and Bed Post text line. That is the Macca's menu, thanks to Mick Delivery. When we come back, we're going to tell you more about Black Cap Survivor. But get your thinking caps on, start sending in some messages. Who would you want to see on this Black Caps Island? Who would you like to see going head to head? Kane Williamson versus who? Gary Stead against who? And you get to vote one or the other. This is all about you today. We want you to get involved in Black Cap Survivor right here on the Run Home, thanks to Mick Delivery. It is the TV show that has been on the screens for decades, and that is because it is dramatic. Uh, There is so much competition. uh, There's backstabbing. It sort of sounds like a bit of a sports
2: team. (laughs) 100%. And probably like the Black Caps at the moment, I reckon. (laughs) They'll all be trying to save their own lives. And that's what we're going to run with today. We are going to do the Black Caps Survivor Edition here on SENZ. So the way it's going to work is we want you guys to text through who you would like to see put on the island we're going to pair them up against another person or another black cap on that island doesn't just need to be a black cap it can be anyone in the management or even in the big offices upstairs at new zealand cricket so we're going to pair them up and you're going to vote who you want to leave or the person that you would most like to see kicked out of New Zealand cricket. That person will progress.
1: Off, kicked out, off the island, off the island of New Zealand. Yep, they'll
2: progress, that person who you really want to see off the island of New Zealand cricket, and they will match up against another person until one person is left on the island, and we are going to sail away and leave that person by themselves, never to return to New Zealand cricket ever again.
1: I've got a few questions. Is there an exile just like there is in Survivor? And exile that means they are by themselves, aren't they?
2: Yep. Well, they they're, they're done. They're not coming so that's, that's back. That's the, the, the boat guy that you're voting yep. off. That's the that's the guy you're voting off. So is there immunity? Well, actually, funnily enough, you say that. And a reporter coming in off the island itself, coming in, has said a few of the players have actually already turned up. Kids,
0: mate, Mitch. We uh, I thought that we did a better job of hiding the immunity idol. Uh, before we got, before the players got to the island. We thought we found a pretty good hiding spot, but uh, Mitch, do you want to reveal the one player who snuck away from the group earlier, said, oh, boys, I'm just going to go dump the bags in the room and, uh, and I'll meet you back in a minute. He's come back with an immunity idol, which means he can't be voted off first round. Mitch, do you want to announce who that person
2: is? Well, he's a man who didn't go to India. He left straight from Pakistan to get that head start. Kane Williamson is immune. He has found the immunity item. Of
1: course he has. So he can find it.
2: He cannot be voted off the island tonight. Get your text through. Send them through to us on the temper text machine. Let us know who you want to see placed on that island. We will pick, be picking eight names to so would go you like up to see and... kicked off? Oh, hey, look. Give I'm... us
1: one name that you want to see voted onto the island and then booted off.
2: Oh, look, I, I, I want to why? see if people are thinking the way I'm thinking. I'm not going to go too much into it. I don't want to skew any votes out there either. So I, I'm waiting for the text to come through. And we, Oh, we've got one come through right now from Brett. Bob Carter and Shane Jurgensen. Wow. Head to head. We'll put them on the island. Bob Carter obviously was in charge of this junior black cap side that has gone to India and been thrashed this last week and a bit. So he's on the chopping block and Shane Jurgensen decided to take a holiday. That's a little bit tough, a little bit harsh. Brent said
1: this fella's not even at work.
2: (laughs) He's not at work. That's a little bit tough, but hey, he could be there. So get those texts through and we will see who will end up on Our Survivor Island, our Black Caps Survivor Island.
1: I love it. This is a wonderful idea. Uh, So congratulations for coming up with it. The votes are coming in thick and fast. Gary or Gavin, 1v2. This is player versus player, management versus management. Things are going to get spicy. Things are going to get heated, as they do on the show. Survivor, Mm. winner takes all. No holds, no holds barred in this case. Perfect. Here's some more votes coming in. Carter, Stronich, Stead, White and Allen. Love it. Another this five to Another add to the five. island.
2: Good, we've only got eight. So obviously there'll be some waiting. So we might even get a power ranking in. We might have to put seeds on either side of the draw to get our top two. <laughs> answer that
1: question that's just come in, Mitch.
2: Uh I'm pretty sure Mitch wants David White left on the island. Just a wild guess. Hey, hey, An exile? hey. Uh, well yeah, as the was, winner or I d I don't know. Yeah. Okay. He could be he could be a front runner. He could be a front runner. I I I would have thought Trent Bolt might be wanting David. Is that your number, Trent? Oh no it's not. It's not Trent Bolt's number. Trent Bolt might want him on the island there. Yeah. So
1: what format of the game is this for? Test T twenty, ODI or all of them? We're going blanket New Zealand we cricket. Are aren't we are going
2: blanket New Zealand cricket. So if you're looking at a player, you go across all formats. Who you want to see gone? And if you want a coach or a high performance or a administrator gone, then that's obviously uh, in in the for, for the calculations for our game today as well.
1: Yeah, double eight, double three on the temper and bid post text line. Get involved. This is going to be so much fun today, and we want your involvement as well. Uh, Marshy from Hawke's Bay has said, "Hey guys, where the hell is Colin Munro? Give him a ring."
2: Well, I I think we we heard Gavin say that um, Steady and and Gavin are always talking about Colin Munro. Colin Munro's always in our conversations. I call bullshit. Don't dump that. That was a great call. That was a great (laughs) call. That was a great call. Uh, No, I I don't believe that. For one second, Kirst. So don't believe that for one second. So it might be Gary and Gavin who end up on this island. If you believe that they are talking about Colin Munro coming back into the side, then maybe that's their saving grace. Maybe that's their saving grace. But if you think it's bullshit and they aren't talking about Colin Munro, then vote them on the island team. Vote them on.
1: Well, do you call BS on this one, or do you agree? Why play in India and Pakistan at this time of year? Absolute shocker. That's Ma- from Dino.
2: Dino, money, baby, money. We had to make up for, for the tour that we pulled out with Pakistan. Uh, we had to get on our knees for that so tour for them. So what, we
1: would have made big money to go over there.
2: No, we no. I reckon we. I reckon we lost money. We
1: would have. We would have lost money. I reckon we lost money. We definitely
2: we definitely lost money just to save grace. And I reckon the PCB probably would have made sure that we lost money. They're, they're,
1: well they're, they're then it is Dino, you're right, like it is an that. absolute shocker. Why mm. go over there at this time of year? Mm. Uh, we should have had our cricket in New Zealand this summer uh, and then we wouldn't have been looking at these results, mm. would we? Mm. Maybe, maybe not. Get your votes in, Double eight, double three on the Bed bedpost text line who you would like to vote onto SCNZ's Black Caps Survivor. Vote someone onto the island and then we're going to pit them against one another. It's going to be... One versus one, winner takes all, every man for themselves. And it's a bit like that in cricket, as we know. Very individual. So get your voting hats going. Get the text line firing up. We'll be back right after News and Sport with Johnny Mack. This is a Run Home on SENZ, all thanks to Rotoflex by Blunston. Stability meets the freedom to move. Time now to hit the TAB with Brendan Popper. Well, bet live in your favourite sports. Download the TAB app today. BP. Welcome into the program. I was going to let you off the hook and not talk to you about the cricket, but Mitch has had this amazing idea to do Black Caps Survivor on the show today. He wants to kick people into exile from this New Zealand cricket environment and he's looking for votes. Who would you like to vote onto the island?
7: Gavin Larson, uh, please. It's funny, Um, he's getting a lot of votes. Yeah, yeah, I definitely would like to put Gavin Larson uh, there. And look, Potentially Gary Stead as well um, would be my my two potential votes. To, Bob Carter, I know, he's only been involved in a small period of time, but of course he was involved in that Indian series, wasn't he, as well? So, um, yeah. No, I, I'd put a little bit of reasoning behind it, too, because if you look at the squad that they did pick towards that Indian series, two guys that were informed domestically never got a game. Uh, Dougie Bracewell on the one-day side, mm-hmm. uh, he went there and carried the drinks, and Dan Cleaver... Uh, who, of course, is a wicketkeeper batsman, also carried the drinks for three uh, T20 matches. What does that say to our domestic players who have scored runs, taken wickets, get involved in the black caps, and then don't even, give a, don't even get a game? Yeah, um, particularly so, with, uh, yeah.
2: you're right, bang on, actually. Sorry, I'll just carry you off there. But with Mark Chapman hasn't scored over 10 runs, basically, the whole super smash. So, yeah, you're probably bang on, mate. That's a really good reasoning for having uh, Gavin Law or Bob Carter there as well.
7: So, yeah, that's my feeling on it. And um, we all know that that the results probably didn't really matter uh, in terms of how they played in India. We just wanted to see them play better. uh, And if they lost, that's all okay. But also try some options. And in that T20 series, they just played around with a couple of different bowling options. But they really should have looked at what they had there and and, and tried some different different scenarios and different guys. Um, So, yeah. That's what i put on the island.
1: If we're looking at the, the TAB today, BP, there's a bit of basketball going around the NBA.
7: Look, there is. And, and there's, a, there's a current game on at the moment, which has just gone to overtime, I do believe, in the Golden State Warriors. Uh, and, and this match, we, we've taken a heap of money for the Golden State Warriors. We, our biggest bet for the, for the day, actually, was 5500 on the Golden State Warriors. And now you have to sweat a little bit more because it's pushed into overtime. <laughs> uh, so it's 112-110 against the Timberwolves uh, in that particular match. Um, I will go to the Breakers tonight. Boy, we've seen some money for the Breakers. Now, they are playing a team that's at the bottom of the heap mm. in, the, in the Illawarra Hawks. And punters can't get enough of the Breakers. They're 124 to win this match. Now, there's a multi through the ice hockey uh, of $1,000. Carolina, Carolina Hurricanes into the Breakers, $1,000 on that. And we've also got our boosted option, which is uh, being well, well taken at the moment. Breakers to win by 10 points or more, and 180 points to be scored in the match. Currently sitting uh, at $6. And I'll just quickly, while we're talking about cricket too, Mitch, want to get you around this uh, big bash tonight.
1: Sixes, mm. oh, yes. they are
7: really strong favourites of $1.45. We're taking heavy money on them against the Brisbane Heat, who are 2 I'm
1: all on.
2: You're all on. Well, yeah. We've got
1: a guest coming up later on that's playing in this final.
2: A pretty good-looking guest, apparently BP. It's quite, quite good-looking. It's quite handsome. So we're on the Sixers tonight.
7: <laughs> yeah, mate. I think that's the way to go. The punters are going that way, and um, yeah, no, no no Kawaja for the Heat as mm. well. So, um, and no Steve Smith obviously mm. for the for the Sixers. But yeah, all the money is towards them at the moment.
2: Yeah, it is. Um, I actually like the look of each team to lose uh, their first wicket under 20 and a half runs at $4. I think finals are won by bowlers um, and batters feel the pressure a little bit more. So I wouldn't be surprised if both teams lose a, lose a wicket early in their innings there, mate, and try. So if you if you want to have a look at the power plays, that, that would probably be my call tonight.
7: All right. And you just on the power plays, that, that's a good shout there, Mitch. Um, the best back power play overall is each team to hit five sixes. Uh, which is currently 3.75.
1: Awesome. Thank you so much for your time, BP. You've given us lots lots of options.
7: All good. Thanks, guys.
1: Have a good night. Brendan Popwell from the TAB joining us, watching Bet Live and your favourite sports and racing at the tab.co.nz. Do gamble responsibly. It is R18, the Big Bash semi final, elimination final coming up tonight. The Breakers as well, plus the NBA Live. It is all on. When we come back, we're catching up with a legend of race car driving in New Zealand, Michael Pickens. Well, up next, we've got an absolute legend on the programme, and that's probably an understatement. Michael Pickens is a nine-time New Zealand midget car champion. This weekend, he'll be defending his one New Zealand sprint car title in Christchurch, or trying to anyway. He joins us now on the line. Michael, thank you so much for joining us. What is this week like for you?
4: Ah, uh, it's you know it's pretty hectic. It's yeah. um, you know the one race, especially in the, the sprint car that we that we want to win, and, and in our case we want to defend. So I'm um, really looking forward to getting back down to the South Island to reopen a speedway in Christchurch. And um, so long as our ferry ca- um, ferry booking doesn't get cancelled, we'll be we'll be good to go. Well,
2: oh, geez, that's that doesn't sound uh, ideal. Uh, <laughs> I know there is a little bit of weather around. Hopefully you guys get down there in one piece. Um, how does the race uh, the racetrack actually set up, mate? Does it does it set up nicely for you?
4: Yeah, it's a neat place. If you don't get to race there too often. Um, you know, once or maybe twice a year. Uh, it's, it's typically for a title race or something like that. But mm. um, yeah, re- really neat track and and um, awesome hospitality down there. And and one of our sponsors, Stadium Finance, is based in Christchurch, so it's it's neat to go and represent them in, in their hometown.
1: Who will be involved this weekend? Uh, like, who will be your greatest rival, and what will it take to win a crown?
4: Uh, you know, I think they've got, well, they would had at one point 45 entries. It might be down to 40 now, but, um, you know, a lot of cars enter. But, the, the, you know, one of the toughest would be Jonathan Allard from the United States. He now resides in New Zealand, but mm. um, he's, uh, he's, he was um, professional, you know, for a lot of years in the mm. United States. He, he's the guy to beat. Um, there's probably half a dozen other super good guys. Um, but uh, he would, Jonathan Allard would, would uh, in my opinion, would be the guy to beat this weekend.
2: How um, how strong is the midget car and sprint car scene in New Zealand? Is it, have you seen it pick up? Um, obviously, with a great leader like yourself who's in every event uh, at the moment, have, do you see some young talent coming through?
4: Yeah, definitely, and particularly in the sprint car ranks. Um, you know, like I said earlier, you know, we had forty five cars entered for the title, which is um, which has been unheard of historically. So um, numbers are definitely on the up and up. Um, midgets are also um, reasonably steady, um, not not as much as a sprint car I would say right. but um, as a whole the sport's um, really healthy and, and it's neat you know we had a awesome crowds over the Christmas new year period at Western Spring so um, I think as a whole the sport's in a good place.
1: What's the differences between sprint car and midget?
4: Uh, I mean, obviously, that the aero. I mean, with the sprint car, we run uh, you know massive wing on top and on yeah. the front of the car also. But um, that's the biggest biggest difference between the two is the aerodynamics um, that we gain with the wings, and um, with that comes um, you know the extra horse of the sprint car, of course. Um, but yeah, the aerodynamics is the biggest difference between the two.
2: Well, you had a, a pretty big cr- crash just before just before New Year's. Um, how how important is it to the team having a good team around you to be able to re- rebuild that car and get you back on the track the next day?
4: Oh, it's, it's, it's everything. Um, you know, the, you definitely couldn't do what I do without a good team of people around me. And particularly running two cars, we run a midget and sprint car mm. on on the same night, just almost every time we race. So, um, I rely on those guys, um, you know, pretty heavily, and particularly when we have an accident like that and. The guys actually took the car away and and started tearing it down that night while we were still racing the sprint car because we were racing the following night down in Bay park so it gives you an idea of the uh, dedication they got and um, certainly couldn't do it with them
2: just on just from your side on a personal side you've you've got a little daughter you've got a four-year- old daughter um, having crashes like that does that, that ever kind of make you think well you know it might be time to hang the boots up anytime soon does it have you ever thought second thought uh, about that kind of thing mate?
4: Oh, as soon as you do, mate, you're done. You, mm. you can't, you can't think about that, and you can't um, let any force like that into your head. Because um, yeah, as, as soon as you, as you start doubting, you know, a safety aspect or, or whatnot, it's, um, it's it's pretty well game over. So uh, yeah, you just got to keep yourself as safe as you can. Make sure your cars and mm. your safety equipment's up to spec, and um, not put yourself in unnecessary uh, you know, situations. I suppose, but um, as part of it, you know, I've done it for a lot of years it's my 25th year in a midget um probably ninth year in a spring car. so um you know we had, had a few crashes along the way and, and you learn um you know from certain situations what not to do and um you know you, d- you just got to make yourself um the safe as you can at guess
1: you've obviously dedicated a lot of time to this sport michael you got a lot of people around you as well is it professional is it a paid sport in new zealand do you get money for racing
4: Oh, not really. I mean, you know, we we for prize money, which yeah. is unique to Speedway and circuit racing and, and, and other forms of motorsport. Um, you know, you don't so much, but um, so there is there is prize money involved, but it's um, it's nothing that you could rely on professionally. That's for sure.
1: So it's for the love of the sport.
4: Yep, it is. It's, it's for the love of the game. <laughs> well, oh, sorry well mate.
1: Kirst,
2: Kirst, I was just going to say, you you just had your your first race um, just what a month back, um, where you had naming rights on it, mate.
4: How good! Yeah, it was. It was pretty cool. The promoters um, spoke to us uh, a little while ago, and um, probably seven, eight months ago now, and, and you know, said would would you be interested in um, promoting your own race? And so, um, mm. myself and my wife Dallas, we um, jumped with the opportunity. We were quite keen to do something different, and mm. um, and we succeeded in that. We had to have, you know an awesome crowd for 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 the night we had, which was January first. It's typically a um, bit of a slow night, so. Um, you know we did a lot of extra promotion and, and um you know we had a lot of uh you know different things going on throughout the night that it was the idealist to entertain the crowd, which we did um unfortunately, we had a really bad track that night, which wasn 't great for the racing side of it, but as far as the entertainment goes it was it was really cool but um definitely a one off event and um a, you know a horrendous amount of work and organizing yeah. sponsors and and um you know the funding to be able to do it properly, which is what we did and succeeded in that but um, um, yeah just just, just a one off event for us.
2: Well you never know mate I, I love listening to uh, reading about the format um, you just take people through the format because you might, there might be a couple of sponsors out there listening mate who might actually want to make it more of a thing next year so you guys you started from the back is that right?
4: Yeah and and that's come from when I used to race in Australia um, that they had a you know fastest off the back type of format and that was at Parramatta in Sydney and um, yeah it, it's you know The downside to it is the qualifying aspect, because it's fastest from the back. Um, you don't tend to get guys pushed too hard in the heat. So mm. uh, we mixed that up with just doing one qualifying hit. Um, and it was tough just to make the show, to be honest, because we had 30-something cars and only 22 starts. So um, you had to make the show. Um, and from there, it was. Uh, I, you know, I opted to start off the back. Um, just because no-one else is going to put their hand up. And it was self-seeding, so, so I picked who I want to start next to me and, and so forth. Um, so, yeah, in a sense, it was self-seeding. And um, when the track's good and racy, it's, it's an awesome um, awesome format and, once again, put the show on the fans, which was what we wanted to create.
1: Yeah, it sounds like it would be absolutely amazing to watch. Um, so has drive to survive, and a lot of our listeners would have uh, watched that. Is Speedway like Formula One with these great rivalries between teams and drivers?
4: Oh, it certainly is. Yeah, um, you've yeah, been open wheel. There's a lot of contact. Yeah, um, you know on you know on 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 the track and that um sometimes pours over into the padeira or whatever so um definitely um rivalries and that's what makes the sport Mm -hmm. what makes any sport on you know the ford and holden rivalry of the old supercar v8 supercar days you know that's what made that series and um it's no different to any other sport you have to have rivalries and there's certainly a lot of those in speedway and and it's um that's neat you know it's great for the fans and um it's um, yeah, it's, it's engaging, you know, social media and that sort of thing. I mean, it's, it's obviously not all good, but um, the majority of the robberies are, are really healthy, I think.
1: Well, Michael, it's been wonderful having you on the program and shining a bit of a light on Speedway. Thank you so much for coming on, for giving up your time. We know you're busy, uh, and all the very best this weekend.
4: Thank you. Appreciate me having along, and, and uh, hopefully, we can um, do everyone proud and, and um, retain the one 0 on our sprint car.
1: Thank you so much, Michael. Michael Pickens joining us there. Uh, this weekend, he'll be defending his one New Zealand sprint car title in Christchurch, and he's giving away a two double passes to the event so if you would like to go along uh, in Christchurch this weekend jump on Instagram Michael Pickens is his name go and look him up on Instagram P-I-C-K-E-N-S it's on Instagram and Facebook and his latest post his latest picture uh, if you just tag a friend on there you can be in to win a double pass to the event this weekend keep your nominations coming through as well who you would like on the Black Caps Survivor Island if you missed it earlier if you've just joined us on the program Mitch has come up with a fantastic idea. He wants to get some things off his chest and he wants to boot some people off the island, off the Black Caps island and put them in exile. So we want your votes. Who needs to go on this island? And then we're going to pit people up against one another. These players, these coaches, these, these this management uh, that is around New Zealand cricket at the moment and you will get to vote. Who gets to stay on the island and who gets booted off? We're doing that right after this.
2: Well, the tribe has spoken. We Ooh. have our first two. Our first two going head to head on the island of doom, the Black Caps Treasure or Survivor Island.
1: You're getting me uh, excited, man. Yeah, very excited. For.
2: Wow. Bob Carter, in charge of high performance, he was with the White Ferns. When they lost in the World Cup, uh, he got the boot from the White Ferns after that and then popped up on our screens in India for this leg. And fans out there, you Texas out there, want Bob Carter up against Brian Stronich, who is also in the high-performance sector of New Zealand cricket. So,
1: What's the differences between their two roles?
2: Brian Stronich is more of the, like, Actual like day to day high performance stuff, setting setting all that stuff up. He was the ex New Zealand trainer, so he used to be a, a health and well, strength and conditioning trainer. So we want uh, Bob Carter, both from the high performance side of New Zealand cricket. Obviously, a lot of people don't think that we have the talent coming through or the right talent coming through that we should do, and feeling a bit nervous about what the Black Caps are going to look like in the future. So get your votes in for that. Our next person who's going to be on the island with a lot of votes so far and I want to know who you want to put them up against. We have Gavin Larson. So we need to find out who Gavin Larson is going to be paired up against in our second pairing today.
1: So right now we need you to make, cast your votes. Bob Carter or Brian Strike who are you keeping on the island? All you need to do is send through their name on the text line double eight double three. What are the pros and cons on, of both? What would each of them bring to the island and and what would you not want them to bring?
2: Well, I guess both of them at the moment are not bringing a lot. So Bob Carter's been around a very, very long time. Yeah, been around a very, very long time as Bob. Uh, And of late, the track record hasn't been fantastic. Uh, Brian Stronich. A name you don't hear too much, but he's the man they put out and front these press conferences all the time when there's an issue with the team or a coaching decision, as we saw with Gary Stead a little while ago. He's the front man.
1: Cast he's your the full Cast your vote. It is time to vote on the Black Cap Survivor, the first leg, Bob Carter, against Brian Stronich. Make your vote count. Is just after 5 o'clock on your Thursday the 2nd of February Mitch McLennigan is on the run home for the next few days while Beaver tries to keep the body uh, intact in one piece in South Africa he's playing in the 10s tournament over there and he'll be back on Tuesday we're doing something though we are playing Black Cap Survivor we're putting Black Caps players, management are on an island and you get to cast your votes who you want thrown out and who you want to stay as the last man standing Mm. on the island. Uh, Zaid has said uh, he doesn't want Finn Allen in the Black Caps anymore. Need Martin Gabdel back.
2: Okay, Finn Allen, that's the second vote we've had so far for Finn.
1: Oh, you're putting Finn on the island, are you?
2: he, He could be on the island. He could pair up against Gavin Larson. The man who's put them in there in the first place caused all the controversy.
1: Hi, team. This one's from Brian. I'd want Bondi and Bears for starters as his coach and bowling performance.
2: Mm, get the wallet out. How See, do you we feel? might. You, you, this is the angle you could go. You could try free up some cash from the top and try and save Baz some isn't money. isn't
1: coming back to New Zealand anytime <laughs> soon, is he? How long's his deal well, with England? How
2: many employees you got to get rid of to to pay him what he the needs to lot. be paid? <laughs> 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 maybe, maybe, maybe. You're right.
1: Oh, and Brian also wants Munro as well. And pay Bolty whatever he wants to come back. Okay, so he wants four people.
2: Okay. Yeah, love it. Chances? Love it. No, I'd love to see Bolty back and Munnis as well. You don't but think it's going to yeah. happen, do you? No, no, and I like this one. No name on the text, though. Come on, be brave. Gary and Gav talk with forked tongue. They both need to go. No second chances. Great show. Love it. No Love second it.
1: chances. Well, uh, you'll be able to cast your votes of who you want on this black capsule and who you want left over and who you want voted off. will know exactly how you feel once you cast your votes. Double 8833 double is the number to text on the Temperan bid Post text line or give us a call 0800 150 811. Coming up on the Macca's menu, thanks to Mick Delivery, we've got Charlie Hillier coming on the programme in New Zealand, Pro Golfer over in the United States. Uh, We whip around the grounds thanks to PGG Rights and Turf and tell you what you need to watch this weekend. Plus Drive to Survive, we start again. We've got a $50 TAB bonus bet voucher up for grabs. Mitch has already given you something you could put your winnings on as well, a $4 tip of power play for tonight's Big Bash Elimination Final. Listen out for your cue to call at around 540 after six uh, we've got three podcast hosts on now they host a podcast called Any Given Sunday fitting name because it is all about the NFL and of course in a week and a half it is the NFL's biggest day Super Bowl Sean Abbott uh, is in action for the Sydney Sixers tonight in the Big Bash League he's going to spill all he's going to tell all about Australian cricketers and maybe a few Kiwis he's played with as well Mitch played with him or against him and played against him a couple of times as well. Sean Abbott coming up on the program at half past six. That is the Makers menu, thanks to Mick Delivery, delivering your Makers favourites straight to your door.
0: This is the Run Home feature interview, thanks to Mick Delivery. Ba da ba ba
1: ba! Yes, for our feature interview today, we're very lucky to be joined by Charlie Hillier, who's a professional golfer uh, joining the PGA Tour Latino America. I'm so curious about this. Charlie, thank you so much for joining us on the show. What is this tour like, this PGA Tour?
3: It's it's a grind. Thank you guys for having me um, on, but uh, more on kind of the Latin Tour side of things uh, It's expensive to get down there But once you're down there It's really cheap So um, A lot of travel um, Good to be get home when I can
1: Tell us what the best places You get to travel I suppose you've probably Got a, a list a mile long When you're in uh, That part of the world And your best courses to play yeah, as well it's, uh,
3: Yeah it's, it's kind of dependent On what you If you look in You know If you're talking golf Or strict golf It's kind of Argentina Is Probably my favorite place to play, there's a place in North Delta there um, and I played well there which helps. Um, and my favorite place to visit in terms of food and convenience and stuff like that is Peru. Peru's food is unbelievable.
1: This sounds like an amazing tour to be on doesn't it Mitch?
2: Sounds good. It sounds good. I, I bet uh, the high-performance side of things must be pretty tough. But you've got off to a decent start this year, mate. You're sitting down in, uh, I think you're sitting down on 29th on the leaderboard after three or four events. Um, I guess, what's what's the goal for this season, mate? What number, how high up those standings would you like to finish the season? Um, your top five or,
3: you know, one is obviously really ideal. Mm. Um but one through five will get you corn ferry starts um, next year. But one through 10 will give you corn status. So they get you, uh, six through 10 get to final stage. Um, so top 10 is kind of the, the goal for everyone at the end of the year, especially they're giving out uh, five PGA Tour cards at uh, corn ferry Q School this year too. So that's, there'll be a lot more players coming to play in Q School, which is
2: good. That's bloody awesome, mate. That's bloody awesome. And and you're heading off on Tuesday, aren't you? You to get over there, have a nice long build-up before the next tournament. Whereabouts is that going to be?
3: Um, yeah, I leave Tuesday, I go back to the States. I'm actually going to a waste management um, open to kind of go and hang out for a week, and then I'll be back in Kansas City until uh, the second week of March, and then the first one's in Argentina, kind of in the middle of nowhere, called Rio Hondo. Mm. Um, Good golf course, kind of just hotel golf course week, and then uh, back in Buenos Aires, Argentina for week two, and then off to Brazil that third week.
1: Wow.
2: It's carnage, mate, carnage. (laughs) Uh, You you say the Waste Management Tournament, one of the great tournaments, really brought a lot of life to the PGA Tour over the last few years. You say you're just going to hang out, mate. What do you you mean by that?
3: Yeah, um, so I have uh, three major sponsors in the States who kind of take care of my expenses. And I always said I would never go to the waste management or Rochester unless I'd played there,
5: mm.
3: uh, unless I was playing. Um, but the sponsors were like, when you come out, um, and it was actually worked out a lot cheaper from New Zealand to Phoenix instead of New Zealand to Kansas City. So um, that's part of the reason. But, yeah, hang out, watch some golf, uh, become – a little bit of time around Gary Woodland too so he'll be playing that week and kind of pick his brain and see what he does in practice rounds so it's learning and kind of just fun as well
2: Yeah you you talk about Gary Woodland I've heard a little birdies told me that you guys are quite tight Um, how did that relationship start? I mean you've got a major winner there an absolute class player and Gary Woodland how'd you you meet him and and what sparked off your guys' friendship?
3: Um, So I uh, my brother and I both played at University of Kansas, where he graduated in '07 or '08, and he has a house uh, not too far from the university. So, and we see, I saw him a lot over the summers, my first and second year. And you know, he was always known for the guy that was kind of a long hitter. He wasn't really a big deal yet, um, but then you know, my brother and I kind of given him the New Zealand attitude. Uh, not really here and here you are, just treat everyone the same. Mm. Um, he really enjoys kind of that aspect. Um, and then my third year in college, um, I started working with a guy, Kevin Ward, who actually um, roomed with Gary in college. So that kind of get us closer again and, yeah, and spend a little bit of time around him, which is awesome to see how... How a guy or a major champion does
2: it? Mm, that's that's neat, eh? And uh, I really like that you you spoke about going to, to college. You went to Kansas uh, University. Uh, we had Jess Green, who's also from Tipuki, uh your home course down there in, in the beautiful Bay. Um, she has yep. gone the different route. She hasn't gone the university route. What what is the right way to go as a golfer? Is um, it what was the benefit for you going and, and playing college golf? Uh, but,
3: Benefit for me was I would say I was a little bit late to golf, my family, soccer through and through. Um, for me, you know, I was basically just playing over there to gain some experience. My first ever golf coach here went to um, University of Oregon, Nick Davey. So that kind of sparked the idea of it. went over there and played, and then I kind of visited Oregon, Kansas, TCU, um, all of these universities, and just the facilities kind of blew me away. Um, and it was it, it was kind of like, how could you not get better
5: hmm.
3: um, at facilities like that? So it was a major um, role. And both of my coaches in college, Coach Jamie Boomer and uh, Chris Wilson, were both uh, ex-military guys. So they were more on the... Uh, more on the organizational preparation yeah. um, course management side of things. And I feel like in New Zealand you get fed a lot of technique or when I was here, which was a long time ago, so it might've changed. Um, I got fed a ton of technique and I didn't think I needed that. So it was mm. just a really good fit for me at the time. So to answer your question, what's the right way? <laughs> um, that's a great question. <laughs> um, there are, you know, Brooks Kepkas come from the – he's an American, went to Europe and mm. made his way back. There's guys that go through corn free school and don't go to college. Um, there are people that – like Nick Vogue, another New Zealander. He did a uh, PGA Tour in China, then back to the States. And there's so many different avenues. It's not like, you know, the NBA draft or the NFL draft where everyone gathers in one spot, you do a test, and the – coaches or organisations kind of pick who, who they want that year It's you know, it's you play well at the right time, you're going to get mm. rewarded wherever that is.
2: Uh, interesting I, I, it's um, obviously having the right people in your camp is, is awesome and your family's obviously being very important to you and, and I see that um, you've got a bit of football in your family mate mm-hmm. and you even went and trialled for West Ham when you were 10 years old, is that right?
3: Yeah um, I I was probably, well other than my brother, I'll never let had say that he was better than me. At soccer. But <laughs> apart from my brother, I was probably the worst soccer player to come out of our family. Like both of our granddads played in the English Premier League. My dad played semi-pro, so we were kind of destined to be um, soccer players. I went over there trial when I was ten months old, uh, ten ten years old, and um, I think I I don't remember exactly, but. From 10 to 13, they could only offer you six-month contracts. So it was kind of a big commitment to mm. go further than America, away from New Zealand. Um, just the six months, because in six months, they could say, well, we don't want you anymore.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: And then I think when you turn 14 or 15, they can offer you three to five-year contracts and buy you houses and wow. all that stuff. And then kind of in that window from 10 to 13, I found golf.
2: Fell in love.
3: Really
2: enjoyed it. That's awesome, bro That's so cool. So Amazing we could have seen story. you playing for the All so That Amazing would have been story. awesome. <laughs> and, and the worst in your family so yet. Yeah. You, so your granddad's played for, for Chelsea, did they?
3: Yeah, granddad Chelsea, and the other one was with full. My dad's um, full English. My mum's uh, full Kiwi. So, uh, and I was actually born in England. Moved here when I was ten months old. So I think that was the deal with the uh, mum and dad that had to come home once they had a kid.
1: Honestly, that is a remarkable story, uh, your journey uh, into the PGA Tour and Latino America as well and your family backstory. Thank you so much for joining us, Charlie. We wish you all the very best this year. We'll have to uh, keep checking in on you and see how you're doing. So hopefully we'll catch up soon.
3: Absolutely. Thanks for having me, go, ha- having me on and um, have a good rest of the year.
1: Thanks so much, Charlie. Talk Cheers, soon. Charlie. Charlie Hillier joining us there out of the United States, of course. What a guy. Mm. What a story. Yeah. Okay, sorry. With but his just, brother as well, eh? And his brother. Sorry, that family is so, so talented. It's actually ridiculous.
2: So talented. So talented. Um, you I want think they're this both on to the same well. tour. I say kid is yeah. not a
1: kid. Um, I really want him to do well. He's
2: 26 year old, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's 26. He sounds
1: really awesome. I
2: wasn't going to ask him. He, he obviously went to Kansas, so that the answer was going to be that he's a Kansas chief supporter. So <laughs> I didn't know I was going to let him. Pipe off about that on air mm, but yeah so awesome um, and there's so many golfers uh, around the world um, that we don't know of mm. um, and we'll be touching on a few of them over the next little while as well yeah nice um, try to get a few more people in and figure out what going what's going on in the, in the world of golf as well
1: that was a nice interview uh, thanks so much for teeing that up Matt Tally Hillier remember that name and we will keep you posted with how he does throughout the year as well don't forget to keep getting your votes in uh, we have our first two nominations on the island the Black Caps, Survivor Island, Bob Carter against Brian Stronach. Who do you want kicked off and who do you want to keep? Double eight, double three. Ackers favourites
0: delivered with McDelivery. Rotaflex, world-leading biomechanical design by Blunston. Stability meets the freedom to move. Available at participating retailers now. Hold on to your seats. It's the Run Home with Kirsten Beeve.
1: forget to keep sending your votes through our first round of Black Caps Survivor. We have Bob Carter against Brian Stronich. Double eight, double three is the number to text and well, we've got a lot of messages coming in from you of people that you want to see back in the Black Caps environment. The messages keep coming through. Michael said bring back Fast Bowler Bond. Uh, Zaid wants Colin Munro Martin Guptill both to come back into the Black Caps. Colin de Gronholm Bolt mm. and uh, as well.
2: Yeah, but I guess, yeah, this is the thing, right? You know, these guys are out in the wilderness for a reason. Either a player's taken their spot or, or someone's made a decision. So keep getting those votes, votes in for the people that you want to stay on that island, Kirst.
1: Jamie said it's probably good uh, that we did play overseas given the summer we've had. Jamie's not wrong mm. uh, because half the country, the entire North Island, has been drowned in water for the last month and a half. It so we probably been. wouldn't have got a whole lot of cricket anyway <laughs> no. unless we were playing at Hagley.
2: No, we probably, yeah, well, mind you, we play a lot of cricket there down there don't we and Stu's texting and saying uh, that um, Harry Harry Hiller Hillier uh, he shot 59 at Tapuki the other day he which one's older oh cursed, this yeah, is the, the younger brother yeah this yeah. is the the, the battle between say, the brothers he'd and, never say
1: his brother's better than him yeah he's,
2: his brother's actually going to join him on the, the same tour it's this cool. year as well which really is awesome cool, isn't it? which is really neat so that's great yeah 59 round Te Uh course record holy
1: moly yeah. you played that course
2: I have beautiful course is it beautiful course lovely it's course the best
1: one in the bay is it
2: yeah close to yeah yeah would be it's lovely good spot mm.
1: good spot i have to go I have to go uh adam stead can walk the plank bring in the king aka phlegm and restructure the side to individual formats
2: yeah, oh, yeah, if they've got the balls to do it, then yeah, absolutely. Get, uh, get a couple of uh, different coaches in for different formats. And you might struggle with the cash, though, to, to be able to do that all year round. And, well, geez, the, the race is tight. I have to tell you that. The race is really, really tight here, Kirst. will give you Our a votes. chance. Eh? The oh, votes. Oh, the votes. They're piling in, actually. They're actually piling in. It's bloody great. Who's so. winning? Ooh, it's tight.
1: Look, we're going to reveal all in about five minutes' time. Uh, But Brett has said Brian Stronach can stay. Bob Carter, you can't get punted from being a failure with the women's side and walk into an HP role, high performance. Tell you what, keep walking, pal. Booted off the island, according to Brett. Thank mm-hmm. you so much for your text, Brett. If you've got an opinion, a thought starter, a say, double eight double three on the Temperance Beer Post text line, or 0800 one five Time now to whip around the grounds. Thanks to Durascape lawn seed from PGG Wrightson or Fruit Fed stores. Mitch, what you need to be across this weekend. The EPL is back.
2: EPL's back. Yep. Yep. We're all on. Yeah, a bit more footy. We love a bit of footy. I'm actually waiting for next week. I'm looking for the the replay between Wrexham and Sheffield Shield. I That's love gonna Wrexham. be epic. That's my team. Is it? <laughs> Yeah? Why?
1: Well obviously. Because of Ryan? No, because of the series. And Ryan. Oh, okay. <laughs> and Ryan. Yeah, so yeah. look, it's combination. Uh series was great. Love the community. Love the people around mm. that club. You buy into it and I'm a Wrexham fan.
2: Okay. Beautiful. I am now so you're looking a forward to that. Man. Outstanding.
1: Uh, Canterbury, Otago, double header in the Super Smash this weekend.
2: Yep, top of the table, top of the tail, tippity top. Canterbury and Otago, the Southland clash, uh, the battle of the shiny tracksuits and the vaults. That's what the vaults called the Cantabrians, the shiny tracksuits against their little brothers from down there in the Otago region. So yeah, that's going to be a banger. Uh, Dean Foxcroft is in phenomenal form. He really is. He's leading that side. Uh, And Lockrose is coming on nicely as a left-arm spinner. So I'm looking forward to watching those players play as well.
1: Basin hosting its own doubleheader as well.
2: Yep, yep, it is. And the ACEs, geez, they are
1: struggling.
2: They are struggling. It hurts me to say. I was gonna say that to must say.
1: pain you, Mitch. That, that must pain you.
2: Me. Yeah, really, really. And like yeah, they best. Get bowler. back out there, Mitch. Oh, GCFR. Yeah, out. Out I told there. you I was trying to get a little bit less round. So So you yep. can get out there. <laughs> just to show these young fellas yeah, what it's all about. Absolutely.
1: And don't forget the our uh, sprint race this weekend in Christchurch with Michael Pickens, who we had on this. Uh, earlier in the show. If you missed that, go and listen to it on our ECNZ app.
2: Yep, that's great. And actually, we've just heard from PGG Rights and that they are going to give us some of that Juriscape lawn seed to leave with our last person who's going to stay on the Survivor Island for New Zealand cricket. So they're going to be able to put their nice little patch of lawn oh, out, make yeah. it a bit of homesome. Yeah, a little nice. bit more homely.
1: It's nothing like a good patch of grass. No, great sponsors. Oh, they Thanks are wonderful sponsors, PGG Rights and Turf. That is around the grounds this week. Uh, ask about your escape lawn seed from your local PGG Rights and all fruit fed stores. Graham, Graham's on the line. Bring back Dooley.
2: Oh, Dooley. Bring Dooley. back Dooley. Okay. BBD. Yes, 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 Dooley. Well, he's on a pretty cushy job at the moment. I don't it's know if you want to. Travelling <Yeah. laughs> the world,
1: the Caribbean to. Yes. The Middle East. Geez, uh, I
2: wish he was listening. He'd be firing up. That's for sure. He loves he it. Dolly, loves sticking up on the, the
1: line. give maybe us a it.
2: Maybe we should just leave Dooley on the island He's with the, the, last the other man person. Standing. With the other person, just to pester them. them. Mm. Just let them know what they've done wrong. Not a bad He's very thought. good at that.
1: Not a bad thought from Love you. It. Not a bad thought from you. Uh, we're going to reveal all. You have cast your votes. Last chance to get your vote and Who you would like to stay on the island before we reveal. Set number two. Who the next pairing will be that you will be able to vote on. Bob Carter, Brian Stronich. Who you would like to keep on the island. Who you would like to biff off. Send in one name. And that's the person you'll be keeping on the island. Next up. We're putting Gary Stead on the island. With who? That is up to you.
2: Well, you have spoken. You have spoken. And it was a tight race. It was a tight race. But just like Brett said, yeah, the tribe has spoken. Just like Brett said. Yeah, the SENZ tribe. Just like Brett had said, Brian Stronach can stay. Bob Carter, you are going home.
1: Your flame is out.
2: The flame is out. That is is the
1: most awkward walk, when you get voted out of Survivor and you then have to go and do that exit interview and walk out. It's so awkward. exit
2: interview, except for he will not be coming back on the panel. He will not be able to vote who is our last one left on the island. He's gone.
1: Brian's in, Okay, has gone. He's safe,
2: he's safe. Bob is staying on the island for his next max-up. Gary Stead with has got a lot of votes and he is on the island with Mark Chapman one of a few players that's come through
1: yes so give us pros what they each bring to the island and why you would possibly want to vote them off well Gary
2: Stead thinks that we're punching above our weight still as a New Zealand cricket team it was his comments after the last T20 World Cup which fired me up I we should be winning World Cups that's my opinion Uh, And he doesn't like Colin Munro, so he's not in my favourite books.
1: But it's up to you. Yep,
2: it is up to to you. cast
1: your vote. What about Mark Chapman? Mark Chapman
2: has not scored a bean. He's got all the talent in the world. All the talent in the world. Could he come right? Do we want to see him go home and not have to stay on Exile Island? Uh, But he's up against Gary Stead. He's got a lot of potential, but he's in a terrible vein of form. What is that?
1: Is it coaching? Is it just a mental lapse? Is it... Well, what is it when players go out of form?
2: Could be a bit of everything. Could you can't be a bit of everything. On yeah, one thing. Yeah. So, I the way it looks could be mental. Could be mental. Yeah. So, how do you so, overcome something like that? Your coach. So.
1: Important.
2: Important. <laughs> Here we go. Gary Stead.
1: So the out of form player against the man who can do something about it.
2: You've got it. Get your votes in.
1: Gary said, Mark Chapman, we need a name. And name name the guy you would like to stay on the Black Caps. ACNZ's run home survivor for today. Will it be Stead? Will it be Chapman staying on the island? And who will get the boot off? We want to hear from you. Double A, double three. Plus, we're playing Drive to Survive. So, this is your official cue to call. If you'd like to take on the Quizmaster Mitch today for a $50 TAB bonus bet voucher, get your name in the hat. Get it in early. 0800 150 811. Is the number to call on the Makita New Zealand phone line. We're playing the greatest quiz game on radio, Drive to Survive, right after this.
5: While it's
1: true, it's so good. It's yes, this is the run home on SCNZ, all thanks to Rotaflex by Blunston. Stability meets the freedom to move, and it is Drive to Survive time. So if you'd like to walk away with some TAB money, Some money that you can turn into so much more. You can turn that 50 into 150, 250, depending on what you choose to put it on. Maybe with uh, a few tips from Mitch, you'll be able to get it up to a lot more. 0800 150 811 is the number to call. Call us up. Have a yarn, have a gas bag. Uh, We want you to cast your votes for the Black Caps Survivor Island as well.
0: This, this is, is Drive to Survive.
2: It is absolutely fantastic. We are doing Drive to Survive on your Thursday afternoon. We have a $50 TAB bonus bet up for grabs for you to cash in. Geez, i tell you what I heard. A great tip from Ricardo earlier with the Phoenix, uh, who are th- sitting third or fourth, playing the, the bottom of the table, $3.10 for the win. Yes, they are away, but you could turn that $50 into $150 straight off the bat. Easy obviously gamble responsibly but we are giving you that opportunity so we are going straight to we're going to go to Ed, how are you Ed? Oh sorry, I've jumped the gun there Greg, Greg, how are you mate? Good,
5: very good.
2: Beautiful, beautiful Hey, who, who are you voting for? Gary Steed or Mark Chapman? Who do you want to see stay on the island and, and not come back to New Zealand?
8: Oh, Uh, to say mark
2: you want you want him to go yeah okay okay well there's a tight tight race at the moment there's a few flooding in okay we'll get started greg we'll get started lap one how many runs did the black caps make against india this morning
8: 99 i
1: think his engine has Turn
2: those letters upside down. Oh, sorry, mate. Sorry. Hard luck. Stand along. You might get another crack at it, mate. There's a, there's a few opportunities today, I feel. Uh, next on line, we have Zaid. Come on, the Brisbane Heat. Come on, the Heat, son. Are I mean, you
1: on the Heat now, Mitch?
2: No, no, no. <laughs> I'm just winding Zade up. Just saying, you've got you've got a Sixers fan in here, mate. So, yeah, she's... Uh, yeah, not...
3: not. But uh, but bit hard without Kawaija and Lubashane, though. Mm, I know, Someone mate. Yeah, yeah. could tonight, be in a bit of trouble. But,
2: uh, could be a yeah, bit that, of trouble.
3: They've done a pretty good turnaround. I think last time I called you, they were last on the table.
2: So They have come yeah. back, actually. You're, you absolutely uh, right, Zayden. And you said that you want Mark Chapman to stay in New Zealand and you want to get rid of Gary Stead. So we're one from one. You know? Yeah. Perfect. OK, mate. The question is, how many runs did the Black Caps score against India this morning?
3: Uh, um, disgusting 66
5: <laughs> Good <laughs> so word, good word for great it Great <laughs>
2: description, bang on mate Name the Canadian football manager that has turned down the all-weights job I can't remember his name So no, it rhymes it with Smon Perdman uh,
3: Ron Perdman no, oh, no, no. <laughs>
2: Hard luck, Dave. Stay on the line, mate. Stayed on the line. Adam, how are you, mate?
5: Good good. <laughs> good
2: good. Uh, you know the answer to that one, mate? Uh, what football manager, Canadian football manager, has turned down the all-white's job?
9: Uh John Herdman.
2: It is, mate. It is, mate. Absolutely. Cool. Question number three, a nice, easy one for you before we get onto lap two. Don't stuff this one up. Okay, no pressure. Uh, Which legendary quarterback retired for the second time earlier today?
9: Uh, The GOAT Tom Brady.
2: It was the GOAT Tom Brady. Lap number two. What BBL teams are playing in tonight's Challenger playoff match?
7: Uh, The Heat and your Sixers
2: my excel, yeah okay good hey bonus points you are on the bonus points i might on. have to be i might have to be uh and i guess a follow-up question for lap number two is where is the game being played
9: uh SCG.
2: it is being played at the SCG, and sean abbott who we have on later in the show he is the leading wicket-taker in the Big Bash history, the history of the Big Bash.
1: Hold on, we're at the final question already.
2: We are we're at the final... We're giving it fighting. away to Adam. We are giving it away, apparently <laughs> You're so. you through that <laughs> Apparently so. I wouldn't say that just yet. I <laughs> wouldn't say that just yet. How many wickets has Sean Abbott got in the Big Bash? He is the leading wicket-taker of all time in the Big Bash. Jeez,
5: um... How
9: many big have
1: been? Any big bets today? Any uh, clues? Yeah, geez, Mitch? we'll be up to. You're just it's, plucking it's, numbers it's out of upwards, thin air. It's upwards,
2: upwards of 140. Upwards. Yeah. Uh, I'll we'll need a
9: guess. That
1: was 100, 155. Oh! oh! From my left tires. Yeah, you can see it's starting to show. I would have given
5: it. Uh, Yosh.
1: I would have given it. He's going to get an extra couple tonight anyway, and it'll take him up to 155. So for yeah. me, Adam's a winner.
2: <laughs> Executive decision, is that right? Is that how it works, Jacob? It's <laughs> the wrong answer, Kirs. <laughs> that
1: is the so answer. close. Okay. That is so
2: close. All right. Adam are you still there, mate? Yeah, yeah. Yes, we are. Uh if you uh, get us get us a live vote in here for who's gonna who's gonna stay on the island out of Gary Stead and Mark Chapman and then uh Kez and uh Jacob will decide whether you can win.
9: We'll be keeping Mark Chapman alive.
2: Okay, we're keeping Mark Chapman alive. <laughs> Drum roll, boys. Does he win? What Adam, what a, we are feeling good. You've saved Mark Chapman. The boys obviously have a soft spot for him, and Kirst has kind of led you into winning that fifty dollars TIB bonus bet. Geez, you are feeling generous, aren't he you? He was there or thereabouts. Okay, yeah, one hundred fifty-three. One hundred fifty-three is yeah, so well done, Adam. Good stuff, go, mate. Adam. It was a, that was a tough last one without having heard the interview. Uh, good stuff, mate. Um, hopefully, well, no you enjoyed one's heard that. the
1: interview <laughs> because it hasn't been yet. Exactly. That's what <laughs> so I'm saying. Tough. That it's is so exactly. tough. Exactly. We need to give ask a clue. But look, he got close. (laughs) He got close. Um, And he walks away as a winner anyway. And Mm. we have found our winner, I think, Mitch. You've found our winner. We
2: have. We have. Those last couple of votes are actually quite important. Uh, Zay kind of started twisting it towards uh, Chapman staying on the island. We're
1: back to Black Camp Survivor. We
2: are are back. We are back. But the person who has been voted to stay on the island is Gary Stead. Actually, I lie. It was not close. It was not close. Ninety percent, ninety percent of the votes. Sade was actually the only person who wanted Mark Chapman to, to bugger, to bugger off. So
1: okay, so let's go through it. We've got Brian Stronich staying on the island. Uh, we
2: have Bob Carter staying on the island. Stronich and Chapman are safe. Gary Stead is joining Bob Carter on the island. Our next one, Gavin Larson. and is going up against Finn Allen the selector who's put Finn Allen in instead of Martin Gupta, one of the black cap. greats. Ooh. So, are you happy with the teams that Gavin Larson has been selecting these last three or four years, particularly probably at the moment?
1: Are you happy with how Finn Allen's going?
2: Are you? His last 10 innings, he's averaged 13. Are you happy? Oh, I'm going to... Look at a few of these texts that are already coming through. And the side after this.
0: Well of participating retailers now. Hold on to your seats. It's the run home with Kirsten Beave.
2: Wow, wow, wow. Another landslide. There was no votes for Finn Allen. Finn Allen? There were 32 votes for Gavin Larson. 32 votes, that's the most so far. Him and Gary Stead have had the most numbers come through. That's absolutely unbelievable. Gavin Larson, you are staying on the island.
1: Finn's safe. But for how long?
2: Yeah, he's got a reprise, that's for sure. Obviously... The selector is the man on the chopping block, which leads us to the next pairing, the next pairing. We are moving fast. If those, The faster those texts come through, the faster we can get our next pairings for the semifinals and the finals. Find out who stays on Survivor Island. David White, the CEO of New Zealand Cricket, the man who makes all the decisions on these people who you are putting on Survivor Island at the moment, all of them being management. He's the man above them. He's coming up against Henry Shipley, Louis Herman Watt's favourite player, a Canterbury countryman. Wait, what's that? Hey,
0: yeah, uh, hey, Mitch, it's Kane here, mate. I just thought. Uh, today on the show I just thought, you know, my time's almost done here and I don't think the young boy Henry really deserves to, to go up against White this early so I thought I'd just hand in my immunity idol to you and, and we can give it to, to Henry and I thought that I could step in and um, obviously take the place and take on David White
2: So noble, noble of you Kane, so noble of you Kane Kane has given up his immunity idol to Henry Shipley and she's, he looks relieved
1: Kane's in there, is he?
2: Kane's in. Kane wants to Captain take on Kane. the David White train. Wow. The David White Here train. Here we
1: go.
2: Okay, Kane Williamson up against David White. Get, Get your those texts in. through.
1: Cast your votes 8833 on the Temperan Bed Post text line or 0800 150811 on the Makita New Zealand phone line. And by calling up, you can win a $250 Makita New Zealand voucher. We give one away each week just for those callers on the run home. 427 uh, Mitch and Kim will be giving that away tomorrow. But cast your votes. This is where mm. it gets interesting. This is where it gets very interesting. CEO versus the captain who had immunity, and he's put himself back into the game. Kane Williamson has put himself back into the game. Get voting, double eight, double three. Who do you want to keep on the island? Who do you want booted off? Pacing for Purpose. It is time now for Pacing for Purpose. Uh, Remember, we do this each week between every show from breakfast, mornings, afternoons to drive. We put a $50 bet on behalf of each of our chosen charities. We've all got four New Zealand charities which we we raise funds for, and that is all thanks to Harness Racing New Zealand. So today's $50 bet for us is on behalf of our charity, which is Movember, uh, supporting men's health. And I tell you what, Mitch, mm. you want to be part of the run home around here because we are leading the charge in pacing for purpose. Breakfast, oh, I'll start off, afternoons sitting last, dead last, fourth The amount of money they have raised so far. Sheesh. Mornings with Smithy. Third, second to last. Breakfast. Okay. So who's who's leading? Second place.
2: Mm. We are. You
1: are. Drive. Who's been Drive making the calls? Who, who are you Not being... us. <laughs> Not, <yeah. laughs> Not us, obviously. Drive is leading the charge for Pacing for Purpose mm. at the moment. Uh, it's competition between shows, but actually it's all for a good cause because all the money that we raise uh, from doing this goes directly to our chosen charities. Drive is ahead of the pack at the moment. The rest need to catch up, uh, start chasing. Here is our bets for this week for Harness Racing New Zealand. We go to Amberley. On Monday, public holiday, long weekend, Waitangi Day, race three, number five, write this one down, Amberley on Monday, race three, number five, secret cocktail. It's been knocking on the door for a while and won't get many better chances like this, can finish off a race nicely and repay the faithful. That is Amberley on Monday, race three, number five, secret cocktail. We've got a $50 bet on that race, and all the money will go towards our chosen charity, Movember. Thank you so much for joining us uh, each week for Pacing for Purpose as we try and raise money for four New Zealand charities, all thanks to Harness Racing New Zealand. Have you had any uh, wins on the TAB lately, Mitch?
2: No, I haven't, but cue the Survivor music. It
1: gets dramatic the tribal No, I'm going to take back. this
2: seriously we have had an anonymous letter come up in a bottle and uh, that letter reads well it's an actual text from Brett it says I will not listen to SNZ ever again if David White does not stay on the island and I'm going to have to make an executive decision here David White you are staying on the island
1: Captain Kane is gone.
2: He's going home.
1: Going back to the mount.
2: He's trotting along behind Henry Shipley and he's just saying, Henry, Henry.
1: Well, saved Brett you, saved him. Saved you? Brett did, didn't well, he? Brett saved him. Brett David saved White.
2: Kane. Okay, so we have Bob Carter, Gavin Larson, Gary Stead, and now David White on the island.
1: Well, we'll find out who will be in our semi final matchups right after News and Sport with Johnny Mac. We'll be back right after this. It is just after six o'clock on your Thursday. We have been playing Black Cap Survivor, you know, the TV show. Uh, you've left four. Four people, four men standing on the Black Cap Survivor Island. Now it gets interesting because we have the semi-finalists. It is 1v1, 2v2.
2: 1v1, yeah, well, 2 yeah. To find our finalists, we have Bob Carter. He's going up against Gary Stead. See who has to stay on the island. And we have Gavin Larson going up against the CEO, selective CEO, David White. So those are your two. Get those texts through, those names. We want one from each of those pairings, either Bob Carter or Gary Stead or Gavin Larson and David White.
1: Cast your vote. And see whose torch should be going out and who will be left in exile on the island and kicked out of New Zealand. We want to hear from you, 8833, on the Temperan Bed Post text line or 0800 150 811. Those are your semi finalists for Black Caps Survivor. Coming up on the Maker's menu, thanks to Mick Delivery, we are about to talk the NFL with any given Sunday podcast host. We've got Sean Abbott coming up on the program before. Well, it's the second big dance tonight to get into the Big Dance in the Big Bash League. We're going to pick his brain about game day, about Australian cricket, all thing Australian cricket, and Kiwi cricket as well. That is Sean Abbott coming up at half past six. And then we will name our finalists, our final player who will stay on Black Caps Survivor Island. That is the Makers menu. Thanks to Mick Delivery, delivering your Makers favourites straight to your door.
5: 45! high, 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 high. Hi. <laughs>
10: You are listening to Any Given Sunday, Australia.
1: Yeah, this podcast is going gangbusters. It is an American sport podcast. Jump online where you get all your podcasts from Spotify, Apple, and search it up, Any Given Sunday, if you have not heard of it already. It YouTube is must- as well. YouTube yeah, as big. well.
2: You get to see these beautiful faces that are staring at us in the studio right now, Kiss. Yeah, so we're
1: very lucky. Get on
2: YouTube. Yeah, beautiful. Thanks for joining us, lads. Uh, really appreciate it. Uh, we'll jump. We'll jump straight in, and I'll start with you, T Mac. Uh, look, mate, the goat's retired today.
10: Mm. He has. He s- certainly has.
2: The second time. H- how are you feeling about
10: yeah. it? Uh, well, like you said, I was listening to you guys earlier. It is the the second time that he's done. So, are we sure that he's actually finished, or is he is he doing this just to go back with Giselle?
1: <laughs> you were obviously listening to Mitch's comments then. Yeah, yeah I did
10: hear that. Yeah. yeah.
2: Big Giselle fan, actually. Yeah, How about you, T Mac? You're a Giselle fan?
10: Oh, yeah. I mean, I can't, I reckon he's the only person in the world that would give up, you know, a supermodel wife to have 100, 110 kilo men running at him every
2: week. Mm. <laughs> that, uh, that love for Gronk definitely burns a bit deeper, doesn't it?
10: Yeah. We are, we are big Gronk fans on our podcast.
2: Oh, beautiful. Absolutely love that. Um, so do you think, honestly, honestly, all time there's been some people coming out saying that he wasn't the best quarterback during season, he wasn't the best quarterback postseason. I don't know if you've seen a bit of that. Is it all just stuff to kind of bring him down? Does he go down as the best player of all time?
10: Oh, I think he has to. Like, If you look at his records, he might not have been the best quarterback year by year, but he was the best game manager. He knew how to work with what he had, and he's always been – the kind of man that that took less money so that he could have weapons around him. And, and that really propelled the team to be able to get, he got seven rings, which he's been in more Super Bowls than some teams have been in Super mm-hmm. Bowls. Like he, he has to be the greatest ever.
1: Well, let's keep the quarterback chat uh, going then. Danny, what do you think of Patrick Mahomes? How does he compare?
8: Well, Patrick Mahomes is... Had an incredible start to his career. He's taken uh the Chiefs to five uh AFC championships games. He's been to the Super Bowl twice already. Uh he's super young and he's already got his uh season MVP and a Super Bowl MVP. So as long as he keeps up this, he'll definitely be knocking on the door. The future is definitely bright for the NFL with the young quarterbacks coming through and doing incredible things at such a junior part of their career.
2: Well, Danny Jr. boy turned senior boy, Danny. Um, <laughs> I I know that's not the quarterback that you wanted to talk about. You are a big Philadelphia Eagles fan. Uh, Jalen Hurts, talk me through him. He's, he's not in the top three. There's daylight before Jalen Hurts. But if he gets up for a win, mate, do you think he's closing that distance to make it a top four?
8: Yeah, well, this is only his second season uh, starting, second full season starting, and he was knocking on the door of MVP, this year with the way that he's uh, carried Philly and taken him to the Super Bowl. As soon as he went out, Philly started losing. Uh, the team high, heavily relies on him. He's got an incredible pass game, incredible rush game. Mm. I think, especially after Super Bowl, it'll be very interesting to see where he slots into the whole quarterback chat.
2: Yep, you're right. Uh, Carter, you look like you're falling asleep there, mate. Uh, <laughs> listening to Danny, you've heard that before, haven't you?
11: He's like a broken record. He's, he's a big, good, true Birds fan, though. He's very loyal.
2: Who's your team? Who's your team, Cardi?
11: Uh, I'm a, a suffering Raiders fan, unfortunately, yeah, so we didn't do too well this year, and, and we've actually lost our quarterback. So we're in the market for a quarterback.
2: Isn't it classic? Do you think the NFL has has done Derek Carr a disservice by picking, oh. picking him in this All-Star game? How
11: good is that? It's, it's tough. Yeah, it's it's like what do you do like you want to go and put your best foot forward and promote the game and everything but yeah he's obviously moved on for the raiders and and it's uh i don't know it's a, it's a tricky situation hopefully he just goes and has a bit of fun um cuz yeah like like we said he's he's in the market still looking for a new team so he's got to got to kind of keep that positive mindset too
2: mm. Oh, I guess I guess on that mate, he um I guess would this probably to be the biggest game of his career, right? You're like exactly right. He is in the shop window, um, and this is probably a trial for a lot of those teams around the around the competition looking for a quarterback. If you could choose a place that he would end up, being a Derek Carr fan, a, a loyal Raiderless, a Raider Raider <laughs> fan, uh, where would you like to see him set up and and play some good footy next year?
11: Yeah, we did. We touched on this uh, a couple of weeks ago when when it sort of broke that he was going to leave the Raiders, and there was a few teams that are in the market for that quarterback. And it just depends if you want to go to the draft or if you want want to get that experienced veteran quarterback. And I think somewhere like the Colts that does have a pretty good lineup would be a good fit for him. But it just depends. They've got a they've got a top four. I think they've got a number four pick in the draft. So whether they want to go to the draft or not. But I think the Colts could be a good fit for him, or maybe Washington. Um, they showed some you know impressive signs this year too. Mm-hmm. so and like they've gone for that veteran quarterback the last couple of times so you know a proven veteran like Derek Carr could fit in well with either of those two sides I think.
1: I'm fascinated how you guys actually started this podcast. You're obviously a massive American sports nuts, I can tell by the memorabilia behind yeah. uh, uh, behind all of you. So how did it start? Where did this love of American sports comes from? because it's not like you're short of sports in Australia.
10: No, nah, no, nah, it was probably, or it's definitely mine. Uh, as you can see, T-Max Studios, it was it was a stupid little thing that I started. Um, it was more, we, we talked dribble each week about the sports, and I thought, well, let's record it and actually put it out there and see if people like it. And unfortunately, it's taken off, so now we're, now we're going to keep doing it every week. But we are no, going to commit to it every week now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, it did start in the off-season last year, and it's kind of just gone from leaps and bounds from there, and yeah. It's been it's been a blast, so we might as well keep going.
2: Team, we'll stay with you, mate, um, because you snagged one hell of a guest yeah. on your podcast just mm-hmm. recently. Uh, tell our listeners who you got and how you got him.
10: Uh, it was Alan Lazard, the the wide receiver. For I I follow the Green Bay Packers, so when they actually got back to me, I just sent emails through his manager, and uh, she replied about three weeks later, and I was I was gobsmacked really. But wow. Yeah, it was uh, it was a nice early 5 30 start to uh to interview him, so it lined up with his times. But geez, when he showed up, I didn't actually speak to him until he showed up on my screen and I was I was sitting here very nervous <laughs> it was just me sitting by myself. So
2: geez, uh what was the best part about the interview, mate? What what gold, what gold nugget did he have for you?
10: Uh it was I don't know, like you always hear that they're very just genuine, normal people, a bit, probably a bit like yourself, Mitch. I know a lot of people would have watched you playing cricket in, in the past and he's just a normal person a normal guy and uh yeah just to sit there and actually just he gave me heaps of time too I thought it was only gonna be like a 20 minute uh interview but Hmm. it was over an hour that was sitting there talking so yeah no I was I had a great time just talking to him so I didn't want it to finish, but – and then as soon as it finished, he was gone. I was like, oh, I wanted to talk to him for five more minutes. Oh,
2: bro. That's that's bloody awesome, T-Mac. Hey, Danny uh, – sorry, junior boy turned senior boy, Danny. (laughs) um, I just want want to know how good it felt or how how lucky did you feel that Brock Purity Purdy uh, got his right wing clipped on Monday, mate, because I I don't know if you would have been there at the big dance if that Uh, didn't happen.
8: I was actually incredibly disappointed to see him go down, go injured. Uh, I wanted to see what Philly could do against a really strong quarterback. Like Brock Purdy's story is incredible and what he's done to get the 49ers to where they were, filling in as a third-string quarterback and finally getting his way up to start. I am a huge Brock Purdy fan, so I wanted to see everything he possibly could have done. I still believe Philly 100% would have got got the job done, but it would have been nice to see them compete and actually put up uh, the 49ers put up a little bit more of a fight Probably would have given Philly a little bit more motivation as well going into the Super Bowl yeah. if I had a, you know had a few more trials to get there.
1: You guys are bloody awesome, and it seems like you've got lots of banter that goes on between you. So yeah. let's keep that going. Uh let's whip around. We'll start off with you, Cardi. Who's actually going to win the Super Bowl on Super Bowl Monday?
11: Oh, I'm actually, unfortunately, I'm going to have to go with Danny's birds. I think the Chiefs are just too many injury clouds floating around. And the the birds are just the eagles. Obviously, they've just got such a strong lineup on both sides of the ball, offensive and defensive. So I'm going with Danny and the Philly Eagles.
2: Who's your Who's your MVP outside of the quarterbacks? Let's say outside of the quarterbacks, who's your best player on the on the field if they're going to get up and win?
11: Uh, I think AJ Brown, he's receiver for the birds for the eagles. He could be just game wrecking if he you know he he gets down the field, he scores. So I think he could be a smoke if it's not going to be a quarterback. Look at AJ Brown.
2: Good. Hey, um, great choice of cushion as well. Um, I'm picking that. You're the one who picked out that cushion behind you. It's a definite feature. <laughs> yeah, that's,
11: that's all me. <laughs> that's all you. Love it. Love
2: it. All right. Junior boy turned senior boy Danny. Uh, who's going to be your MVP? Obviously, you're picking Philly. Give us a score line as well.
8: Oh, score is going to be tough. I think mean, mean, it's going to be close. Uh, let's say 31 28. A nice, nice tight game. Uh, if Hertz isn't getting the MVP, yeah. AJ Brown's a great shout or Devontae Smith. They both wide receivers. They both could be number ones uh, in their position and they have done incredible things this season. So yeah, either one of those, if it's not going to be hurts himself.
1: What about for you, T-Mac? What are you thinking? What are you feeling? It sounds like there's some money to be made off a few of these tips as well.
8: Swerve, yeah. Macca. Don't
10: just copy. I, I am <laughs> 100% swerving just purely because of these two are picking the others. So <laughs> uh, I reckon, I reckon they'll get the job done against the birds and They've gone all out offense. I'm going to say it's a defensive MVP. It's either... Well, I'm going to say Chris Jones because he's the Ooh. he's the big uh, linebacker. He's going to take him out. He's walk away four or five sacks and Hurts is going to be absolutely limping off the field at the end of the game.
2: Chris Jones was outstanding last week as well. So he's in good form, isn't he? Well, he's yeah. a game wrecker. Mm.
10: Yeah. He, he literally could wreck the game for him. Like like Hassan Redick for the, the birds, he could do the same, but... I just think Chris Jones, he's coming off too big of a high. He's going to – he got his first postseason sacks last week and he's Mm. going to walk away with five more this week. Five.
2: Five. (laughs) five—that's a huge call. That's a huge call. (laughs) Change the name to the Huge Call Australian Podcast.
10: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We we try and make a little bit of cash, so we'll see what happens.
2: (laughs) Love it. Absolutely love it. Hey, um, just before you just touch on that team, Mac, um, do you not see any issue with Patrick Mahomes basically coming down to a one-dimensional quarterback, not having the ability to run the ball like Hertz is, is probably going to bring to, to his his game in that Super Bowl?
10: Well, he seemed to get around all right this week, and it was one week post-injury. So two weeks, they said high ankle sprain, but it's not that bad. I've had a high ankle sprain, and it bloody hurts. So I don't know how he played one week later. Uh, yeah, two more weeks. He'll he'll be light on the track. Worst comes the worst. They'll give him a slight jab, and he'll he'll be still able to rush. Otherwise, Pacheco in the in the backfield, he'll be huge for them rushing. So, whether it's him or Pacheco, they'll be rushing the ball just fine.
1: You guys are bloody good, chat. Thank you so much for coming on, uh, and everyone will have to go and listen to your podcast any given Sunday.
10: Yeah, like we said, live on YouTube tomorrow night. It'll be seven thirty our time, which I think is nine thirty your time, but. Uh, we it would be well worth staying up and having a listen, I reckon.
1: Thank you so much. Someone doesn't
10: clash with you guys either, so that's perfect. (laughs) That's perfect. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) Perfect. Roll
1: from one to the next and we'll have to catch up with you guys again. Thanks for your time. Enjoy Super Bowl Monday.
11: Absolutely. Thanks, too, guys. guys. Cheers, Thank cheers, you.
1: The guys joining us from any given Sunday with their picks for the Super Bowl Monday the 13th. It is in two Mondays time. Plus, go and check them out on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, and you'll be able to listen to everything that they have done, including that long-form interview with Alan Lazar, giving them over an hour of his time. Wow. That's
2: awesome, eh? That's bloody neat. Eh? Yeah, yeah, pretty awesome yeah, these things will just keep on getting bigger and bigger mm. you see they've got some personality yeah. some good fellas terrible moustache uh, <laughs> from, from junior boy turned senior boy Danny
1: great so. knowledge as well the knowledge that I've got on the game that they've picked up is awesome I can see why a lot of people listen to them um, that is the guys from any given Sunday it is time for you to cast your votes the semi final finalists have been found for Black Caps Survivor tell us who our semi finalists are head to head one more time a reminder to, for our listeners to get out and vote, Mitch.
2: So Bob Carter up against the great Gary Stead and Gavin Larson against David White. And i tell you what, they had ding-dong battles here, Kirst. It's been a really interesting topic. I can tell you, Gary Stead is creeping away from Bob Carter. But I won't tell you about the other one. Cast your votes. Cast your votes. If you want to solidify Gary Stead on the island, get a text through. Uh, and if you want to have a t- have a chat or put send us a, a vote in for Gavin Larson or David White, do that as well, please.
1: And tell us why. Tell us who's staying on the island, who you're birding off, and why. Would love to hear from you. By
5: organization. Well, Ula, she was
1: You're listening to The Run Home. And if you've been wondering what the heck this Survivor thing is all about, if you joined the show late today or if you've only just tuned in, today we are talking Black Caps Survivor. Before we give you our finalists, Mitch, break it down. What is it all about? Where has this come from? What has it stemmed from? What's the big issue right now?
2: Well, it's all stemmed from uh, this morning, Gavin Larson getting on Smithy's show, um, kind of saying that he's backing the Black Caps in, a few players, Finn Allen, the likes. Um, saying that they've got the right people there, basically. And, and uh, Steffys show, geez, it got bombarded, got bombarded with texts, uh, you know, some which he couldn't read out on air, in fact. So kind of got us thinking, we need to get rid of someone. There has to be a scapegoat, and they've got to go live on an island. So we are doing Black Caps Survivor. So we've got head-to-head with people. We've had the run. Bob Carter against Stronich.
1: Tell us who's, who's out, who's off. Stronich? Take us through it from the beginning. Yeah, who Car-
2: on? Bob Carter was up against Stronich. Carter got voted to stay on the island. He's now up against Gary Stead, who was also who was up against Mark Chapman at the time. You guys saved Mark Chapman, kept Gary Stead on the island. So Bob Carter, Gar- Gary Stead over there huddling together and under one little bivouac. Is that the word? Bivouac.
1: It is, it is a bivouac. It's a bivouac. A tent with open sides.
2: Yep. And the other bivouac on the other side, we had Gavin Larson come up against Finn Allen. Uh, we saved Finn Allen. Gavin all Larson. Yeah. Gavin Larson is on the island still. And then David White.
1: This was interesting.
2: This was super interesting. It was dramatic.
1: A card was played.
2: Kane Williamson came onto the island, found the immunity idol, early doors. Thinking that he might be saving his own life, but. When he saw David White go up against Henry Shipley, the young buck, the blood from Rangiora down in Canterbury, Louis Herman Watts, favourite cricketer. He stepped in. He used his immunity idol to save Henry Shipley from going up against David White and...
1: The votes have been counted, Mitch.
2: Votes have been counted. David White was up against Gavin Larson. And I can tell you that Gavin Larson... You are staying on the island. Joining Gavin Larson on the island in the final. The semi final versus Bob Carter and Gary Stead. Bob Carter, you are leaving the island. Gary Stead, you are staying. It is a final between Gavin Larson. The New Zealand selector. Selector. And the other selector, Gary Stead.
1: And if you missed that this morning on Smithy, go back and listen on the SNZ app. Gavin Larson was on with him, answering all his questions.
2: He was, and obviously there's a few questions that need to still be answered because... listeners
1: want to get answers.
2: Yep, obviously. Two
1: on the island, two left.
2: Isn't it funny that you've got your selectors who said there wasn't an issue with selection and now people that we want to keep on the island
1: well there you go you have spoken and there is one final tribal council one final vote to be cast who stays and who goes is it Larson or Stead one name is all we need double eight double three or 0800 call us and let us know why who is being exiled to an island and leaving New Zealand and the black caps forever And the runs home, Survivor 2023. Mitch, while we wait for the text to roll in, you've had time. The first thing I asked you today, which heads should roll? You needed time. You've had an hour and a half.
2: Mm. Two and a half, actually.
1: Mm. How is it?
2: I would not be displeased with either one of these names, Are these
1: the two, (laughs) or are there others?
2: I like these two. Oh, I like what our listeners have brought to the table. This tribal council, it's worked a gem. It's worth an absolute beauty. I think these are our finalists, and I would agree.
1: What's the chances, the realistic chances, that a head will roll?
2: Guess you'll have to find out when we come back after this.
1: on the run home to be joined by Sean Abbott bowling all-rounder for the Sydney Sixers and Australia as well tonight the Sydney Sixers go into bat against the Brisbane Heat at the ECG in the Challenger Final the winner will play the Perth Scorchers in the BBL Final thank you so much for joining us Sean it's great to have you on the programme finally uh, Mitch has chipped into the programme so tell us uh, what's a typical day like for you uh, before a big match does it change at this time of the season at all
5: Um,
9: No, not at all really. Uh, Just trying to give uh, my daughter's mother a bit of a break, Uh, my wife Briette. So um, lots of of dad duties today down at the park and down by the beach. Um, Been away a lot this season so it's good to spend some time with the family.
2: It is a uh, nothing worse than having a, a sick baby at home, is there, Sean? So uh, I guess my question for you, mate, is you've taken 153 wickets in the BBL, the most out of any bowler in the Big Bash all time. Would you trade all of those wickets for a decent, night's sleep?
9: <laughs> I'm actually getting a great nights' sleep, mate. My um, Briere's been unbelievable. She she makes sure I get a good night's sleep the night before the game. She, although I don't think she trusts me getting Ella back down to sleep. I think is the more important point to make. Um, Having been away so much, uh, yeah, she doesn't really trust me to to get her back down,
11: unfortunately.
9: (laughs) No, I'm joking. um, No, I mean, I'd sacrifice anything for more time in the family, to be honest. But yeah, um, yeah, it's 153 wickets caught on the fence, mate. Not many bolder LBWs (laughs) in that lot.
1: Well, it's all business for you tonight. Uh, You leave the dad duties at home, but I'm sure you're always uh, thinking about your little one. Um, Why has this season been so successful for your side so far?
9: Um, yeah, I mean, good question. Cause we, you know, we, we started off none from two or three, to be honest. And, um, what's been, uh, you know, the typical trade of the sixes, um, and a big reason why I've been successful over a long period is that, you know, we're, we're quite calm and we just sort of crack on, um, when we're faced with, you know, a couple of tough losses, we learn from them and, and, and sort of move on. Um, and then once we've got a couple of games, um, you know on on the winner's side, you know Steve Smith injected himself into the big bash in some sort of way, um you know batting like he had a little bit of a point to prove um after missing out a few World cup fixtures so um yeah, we obviously lose him tonight, but um yeah, I think the group's really well placed we are playing some pretty good cricket this season, you know we're ten wins and three losses with a washout, so um plenty of confidence going into tonight's match at home.
2: Oh, that's fantastic. I mean, Steve Smith with absolutely outstanding back-to-back hundreds. Uh, is that the best batting you've seen in T20 for a long period of time?
9: Yeah, definitely, Mitch. I mean, we, we have had some you know, some pretty low and slow wickets and you know, tough wickets to bat on at the SCG. And when he got that 100 at the SCG, um, I grabbed the skipper Murray on the way off and said, mate, just some feedback on the wicket before we go and warm up. And he said, mate, it's a horrific wicket. We've just got Steve Smith. And that was the best thing <laughs> he's ever seen. You know we will we'll, you know we're we'll kind of worried like oh this, you know, this wicket looks quite like it's coming on quite well. Um, it's going to be tough to defend, but you know we'll back ourselves in. And then they come off and said it's an absolute you know bit of a tip. So we went out there and it was you know doing all sorts. So just to... another case of Smitty, um making it clear that he's playing a different
2: game at the moment. Another guy who's played a different game for a long period of time is Dan Christian. He is uh, finishing up at the end of this big bash, mate. Um, how many? How how good would it be for you guys? How sweet if you could get over this hurdle and beat Perth and Perth, just to send him off on the right note?
9: Yeah, it's you know it's definitely in the back of our minds. He's been um, you know, he's obviously been at the Sixes for the last few years, but you know he's been um, you know such a such a good player to have. Um, as part of Australian cricket, you know, he's, he's played over 400 games, um, has a wealth of knowledge. Um, his nickname's Siri, so um, he's pretty quick to, to dump all that knowledge on us. And the last few weeks, he's been like Johnny Farman's farewell tour, you know, just doing what he wants on tour when we get over to Perth and places like that. But, um, no, it's, it'd be nice, man. He's obviously one of the all-time great blokes. Um, it's his last game title at the SCG, and, and we'd certainly love to give him a shot to to finish up his career as a winner um, of the Big Bash again over in Perth. So, um, But, yeah, all, all focus is on tonight before we get over to Perth, hopefully.
1: Talking about tours, Mitch has been telling tour stories. Uh, you've played against him a number of times in the BBL, the IPL. You've played uh, golf as well with him in Canada. What's he actually like to play with? Have you seen both the good and bad sides of um, Mitch McLennan?
8: Uh, he's
9: a hell of a golfer. I know that. Um, that was a bit more over in Canada. Was more of a, a golfing trip. One that Mitch so it was just a bit of clear getting in the way of the golf tour. Um, there, was, there was indeed. I, thought, I was,
2: was going to ask you that. Like, was is, is it better to play with Steve Smith like on the cricket field or play <laughs> golf with Bears at uh, Eagles Nest in Canada?
9: I still use that ball marker from Eagles Nest. Um, well, mate. To be honest. That that rounded eagles nest was on about half an hour's sleep because you know all the teams were staying at the same hotel and then you get back to the hotel after training or a game or around the golf and you got all these greats of the game just sitting around the bar so um, yeah grabbed a few shouts that night just to keep the lads at the bar and share some share some cricketing knowledge and stories with me but um, oh it's a tough one but I, I do love playing with Steve Smith just because he's you know for those that don't know him he's an absolute child. It's like talking to
2: a two year old, and it's a lot of fun to play cricket with. That's right. Well, geez, you'll be able to talk to a two year old pretty well by the time Ella gets to to two, mate. Um, See, lots of practice with Steve Smith in the changing room. Hey, um, mate, I. I just wanted to touch on a, a clip that I saw the other day with Mitch Marsh. Um, he was saying that yeah. the bowling cartel in a test match, you, you get kicked out of the bowling cartel if you don't bowl a ball over 140K. Um, so you would bowl yeah. a ball and, and look up the scoreboard and go, oh, shit, 134 and got up the game. No, rather than the game situation. Yeah. I want to know, does that follow into the uh, one-day team as well? And, and obviously that tour to India is coming up. Hopefully you can get on that one as well, mate.
9: Um, I'd like to say that it's not, mate, but it definitely is a part of um, one-day cricket as well, which is concerning because I usually tend to roll out about 60 leg cutters per game and not try and bowl too much on pace, mate. So, but uh, you definitely got to try and get one or two above 140 each fixture, otherwise uh, otherwise, Big Bison's going to let you know about it. You'll be sitting down the front of the bus
2: yeah, he seems like a character mate he seems like an absolute character um, another character who was here in, in Auckland in, in New Zealand for a long period of time was Andre Adams Andre Adams has been with you guys um, at the Sydney Sixers in the past he got an opportunity to go with the Test team this recent Test tour against South Africa as a bowling coach and helping out there uh, what skills does Andre bring and has he brought to the New South Wales setup over the last few years and, and what changes and, and help has he been to your game personally
9: uh, yeah, Mitch, he's been, been a key part of, you know, getting my uh, red ball cricket especially moving in the right direction. I started out my career uh, with the ball averaging about 40 and now I'm sort of, you know, probably pretty close to getting that under 30. And then he's, you know, he's also helped me a lot with my batting as well. So he's a pretty well-rounded coach, mate, as, as I'm sure you probably know. Um, I just enjoy, you know, you know obviously bat down the order a little bit, 6-7-8 in shield cricket. And I just enjoy when we go out to bat, you know, doing some laps with him, digesting mm. the innings that we've just had or, you know, watching the game and then talking about what might be successful with us um, for us in the next two digs in that game. But, um, yeah, mate, it's hard to put a finger on, um, you know, one or two things that he's helped helped with the Blues squad. But for me, it's just um, having that, you know, calming influence just to chat through with cricket. And it's not always... We very rarely talk about, you know, technical stuff and... And things like that. We might need to straighten up a few things in the run-up or the or the action here and there, but a lot of it's just sort of mindset, mate, and um, the way you're thinking about the game the next day. And um, You certainly helped me enjoy being in the, in the bigger moments of those games um, and wanting to be there uh, more often, and I think that showed I was pretty tough. I got some opportunities with the bat last year and you know managed to put myself or keep myself in there with the bat last year in the BBL and, and sort of get us home or help get us home. So... Mm. Those are a couple of examples, but um, yeah, he's just a really calming figure to have around the group, mate, which is which is what you need when you're on tour so much.
2: Could, could you see him being the Australian bowling coach at some point?
9: Yeah, I, I definitely think he's good enough, mate. Um, and you, uh, when you're at that level, you obviously don't need to talk too much about technique. It's just all about, um, you know, sort of game plans and, well, not having played test cricket myself, but a lot of it would just be game plans, staying in the right mindset, especially when you're on. Like this, this little period we've got now. We've got four weeks in India, and then or four test matches in India, and then a the few of those same bowling attack will be playing the three one days as well. And then you come home for a couple of weeks, and you're over in in England playing an Ashes series with five test matches. And it doesn't get much bigger than that. So, and that's on the back of a pretty hectic schedule back home. So, you know, as, as, lot, as much as it is being a bowling coach, it's a lot of it's just making sure you're in the right headspace. Um, you know, to perform at your best um, for that next session or next fixture and I think Andre's uh, very well suited to that sort of role.
2: Beautiful, and uh, lastly, before we let you go uh, Seba, we have uh, a few Brisbane Heat fans in the office and listening, so uh, obviously you're I kidding. just want you to touch on uh, touch on, you're kidding me, yeah absolutely definitely not me. <laughs> Um Just like touch on um, their season so far, who, they, who their key players are and, and what you guys have got to do to beat them tonight um, Well
9: we've got a tremendous record against them and I know for a fact that they had come up against the Sixers, especially at home, um, but in saying that, uh, they did give us a bit of a walloping with the bat earlier in the season at the Gabba um, and I thought we were going to get home there if it wasn't for that controversial catch um, and then I think we would have beat them at North Sydney, I think they were a fair few runs short there if it wasn't for the rain, but um, obviously Michael Ness has had a great season with the ball, you know, he's done some damage at the top in the power play and been, and been incredibly accurate through the surgeon at the death Um, And they've obviously lost a few key players for them. Um, But um, obviously, they've had that that youngster, Brown, come on Mm. and play one or two handy innings. One of them was against us. Um, So we're, as a bowling attack, I I can certainly speak on behalf of the other bowlers that we're looking to come out tonight and make a bit of a statement against them Mm. on our home track. Um, Because I think we we match up really well to that team and and we're pretty filthy that we've given them some points this year. Um, And we're, we're looking to send the SCG off off in the way we want to tonight, mm. um, being the last game of the season.
1: Well, you've convinced me I'm all in on the Sydney Sixers tonight. You, Mitch, you going Brisbane?
2: <laughs> oh, no, no, I won't go Brisbane. I'll go with you, Seba. Good. we got it. Good Sixers one. all the way, mate. What's
1: Thank great. you so much for joining us, Bye, Sean. Man. We appreciate your time and all the very best. We'll see you in that final way.
0: Eh? Houston
6: Beeve.
1: Well, Mitch, that was a great get. Thank you for getting Sean Abbott on the program, especially when he's got uh, a big match to prepare for. I want to know more about that fast bowlers cartel. It's
2: bloody classic, <laughs> eh? When did you
1: hear about this? No, that was the
2: first time I'd heard about it. Yeah. And I actually do remember watching games, and I was like, why the hell is this guy actually bowling on pace when the ball to bowl to a certain batsman's, like, off pace? And now I know. Who's in got this club? A, uh, all the Aussie fast bowlers. So, like... But so they Mitchell have Stark, to
1: maintain the speed to stay in the club.
2: Yes, yeah, so every game you've got to bowl over 140, which is just, yeah, that's a bit of a alpha club, right? You know, in cricket, in terms of if you bowl under 140, you're, you're medium pace.
1: And it's not just their test team.
2: No, it's not it's exactly that's right. That's what we've heard. Yeah. So, geez, there's some pressure on seven there as well. Like he said, he likes to roll out the change-ups. He's more of a white ball specialist. Doesn't always send the Rockets down. But, geez, I've seen him get up to quite like, 140s before, so... He's still got it in the tank, but he's had some added pressure. You don't need.
1: Does this just tell you a lot about that Australian cricket side, or do you think other nations have, you know, similar things that get their players uh, up?
2: Oh, that's probably a bit bit of uh, uh, that stinks to me. Of like, not stinks, but it's good banter. It's from Mitchell Stark and Josh Hazelwood and those kind of guys. Yeah, um, Josh hazelwood has been uh, dropping down a bit. Particularly when you go to India for this test series that's coming up against India, it's going to be absolutely crazy. There won't be too many boys steaming and bowling over one hundred and forty consistently. So, love it. that'll be a big challenge. And I just want to actually just say, I am not a Sydney Sixers fan. Well, so
1: you uh, are. You <laughs> stated it. We I can go back and replay it, Mitch.
2: Probably. Look, I, I love Sean. I like Moses. Those guys, You're more good fellas, than but, Brisbane
1: But well, because no. I play for the
2: Thunder, so mm. you just can't. You just can't. You can't cross the bridge. Can't. Well, no, you got to stay out. Have. Stay out west. Got to stay out west. You can't come into the beaches.
1: So, what are you saying?
2: Uh, look, I, I love you, Sabah, but uh, I, I'll, I'll be with the Sixers you tonight, yes, tonight. Yes, tonight because I think they're, a, I think they're a pretty good bet.
1: And what about the final if the Sixers uh, make it through?
2: Well, are you going Perth. I think, I think Perth will. I mean, they tipped them up at the start of this when they had their first game, and uh, yeah, I, I think yeah that'll be a really good battle. But hey. Heat could still get up. Nessa's been outstanding, as as Sabah talked about uh, just then. So, uh, yeah, that could be a, a great final. But...
1: Yeah, sticking with the cricket, we've got some unfinished business to do. Back to Black Cap Survivor, which you have all voted for superbly. Thank you for casting your votes, for putting out torches, for stranding people on... Survivor Island today. It has been great having your interaction, so thank you for each and every one of those. Mitch, we'll hand it over to you to do the last word.
2: Mm. This has been a really tough one. There's been a lot of text. We're actually tied up. We are actually tied up. I can see Gavin and Gary shaking in their boots from where I'm perched. There's a little bit of rain drizzling down. We must be in an island off Auckland. Um, but it's, it's all tied up. Waikiki. <laughs> it could be why. Can't swim from there. Too, too close. Too close, I think. Look, it comes down to one text for me. Comes down to one text for me. Two texts, actually. Brian texted and said, pleading to save Gavin Larson. And then I've also got another text here, and I won't name the name, but he believes Gavin Larson is Gary Stead's mouthpiece. He's the puppet to the puppeteer and with that I believe Gary Stead you are staying on the island we are leaving you goodbye Gary Stead mm-hmm. don't feel too bad for him we're leaving a you've
1: just sank the Black Caps coach You've sacked him. You've left it him seems in inside personal doesn't it? On an hey, uh, it does seem quite personal to me too, Jacob. You have just sacked the black cap's coach. We, this well, may be Survivor.
2: I'll tell you what, we're leaving him with a couple of bags of, of turf, some lawn lawn seed for his turf, thanks to PG Rice and that. Turf. Yeah, well he can grow some nice grass, make it all homely. Uh McDelivery Is this might Mick personal. Uh, McDelivery might make it out Gary's there. Gary Stead. This might get, look, Mick Delivery might make it out there. We might have to get him a bit of that. But um, at the moment, hey, this isn't about me. This is about the people. The people have spoken. And they've spoken with their text messages, with their calls. Drive to Survive. You heard it. You heard it. They wanted Gary Stead gone. It was almost unanimous, Stead versus Chapman.
1: Is this the case? Is this really the case that New Zealand as a whole wants him out of there? Well... That is it. That is Survivor. That is The Run Home. That is S-E-N-Z Drive done for another day. Thanks so much, Mitch. Mitch and Kim will be back tomorrow, and thank you all. Have a wonderful night.
5: See you, Gary.